Well, I fucked up. Wait, oh shit. Oh god, oh run. Oh my god, run, he's run. getting naked. Ah. Uh, why not, Craig? Kung Fu Fenris? I don't, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm also confused about the question. Why Craig? Hey, Deal, we were just saying that we were mostly all here, but we were missing someone very important. It's you. It's you. And, and everybody else who is here, by the way, which is Hi, wonderful. everyone. Hi. Streetline's chatbot is being a butt. Why? Kill it. Like, I have to Don't keep actually. manually refreshing. Oh, oh that's annoying. People's chat messages or just who's in chat? Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's working now. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Were you maybe scrolled up slightly? No. It was being dumb? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chatbot's been a little weird the last few updates. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, Aragorn with the early test. Nice mm -hmm. job. I've been looking quite a lot on that picture last week. <laughs> I bet. So have we. Kung Glad Fu to hear so it. Kung Fu Fenris. Pictures have come out. Yes, Welcome to actually. A standard evening for me. What? What? So yeah, <laughs> I, I just gotta say that I love it when I win that fucking drink counter because that's when the good shit rolls in. Mm-hmm. And we got some good shit rolling. Yeah. Out. I should put you guys more into into questionable uh, clothing options. Attire. <laughs> Attire <laughs> more often. Brom, they said black tie, not black tie only. Oh, no. Good thing Hershey's. it's a long one. <laughs> to cover the... Oh, your we, tie we is know. supposed to reach the top of your belt buckle. No higher, no lower. It's very difficult to do in practice, if I may. If I may, it's quite challenging. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but we're good. We're learning. You learned a lot about body shapes. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Education. Yes. Which is a good thing. Some people are shaped like rocks. Some <laughs> people are shaped like butterflies. And some people can't read the signals that a uh, woman on the beach is sending them. And instead offers her to play with his balls and buys her ice cream. I Ball singular. Yeah, I, Ball. Don't, I don't think I understand what the... <laughs> I don't think well, I'm glad that that's what we have to look forward to. Hooray! Crosshair, Crosshair you know what's up. Just hide the tie under a vest. Oh, no, I thought you weren't. No, I thought you weren't going to give it up. Oh, no, no, never. No, Aragorn's so mad again. It's I will never let this go. Never underestimate oh, Rob's ability to just know <laughs> everything he needs and still make a different decision than what you would expect. I really you can appreciate say the wrong that decision. you said wrong. I really <laughs> appreciate you said no, wrong. It's not wrong for me. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a fucking gold mine for me. Yeah. Yes. Performer instinct. <laughs> I had way too much research on how clingy babies <laughs> Quite, I think, is the answer to that question. Very. Depending on what materials it's made of, but mm. yes, very. Have the, has the chair throwing calmed down? What do you think? No. <laughs> Aragorn flips the The house chair. has been destroyed yeah. very casually. <laughs> so casual. Uh, she's flipped all the chairs in the room, and she's trying to decide if she's just going to flip them further or if she's going to go find other chairs in another room. It doesn't fold Kung Fu Fenris. It retracts. <laughs> A. Oh. <laughs> A. Oh. Aw, oh, thanks, Crosshair. We knew that if we died without you being around to witness it, you would never forgive us. See, himself. now my first, my first reaction <laughs> upon reading that was that the crosshair was congratulating himself, himself on not on dying. Not dying. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that yeah, too. It's exactly. very possible. 
<clears throat> that's, that's a lot. Crosshair. 2x speed? I must know. <laughs> 1.5? I must Are know. Are you like Mr. Bad Mecking it? Because that would be good. Oh, that's just the huge. The, the bad mech. <laughs> uh, is that a unit of speed now? That'd be, that would be a good unit One of speed, actually. Speed. <laughs> Two to three. Yes. Perf. More damn skin. Okay. Drive the arts. <laughs> is that what you... Oh. Ooh. Aw. Well, suffice it to say, to Kung Fu Fenris, to Alienara... To low, and I'm missing somebody. I must Kung be missing Fenris? someone. Right, as, yeah. Low? Oh, no, Ellen, no, no. Eleonora. Well, that, that's who I yeah. got. Yeah, from. those three. Thank Possible you, because there were they're others, awesome. But that's yep. what I saw. Yep. <laughs> now we got Just some... Disappointed. ...sketches on Friday, but those were not for changeling. Those were for our fundraiser. I need to say. Yep. Mm. If December has that effect on you, Although I assume you don't mean mm -hmm. dour to December. <laughs> I assume as well. Oh, excuse me. Well, that's exciting. We're here? Yes. Mm -hmm. Get used to it. No, no. We're here, and we're here for another <laughs> session. <laughs> Yay! No, I get what you're referencing. It's like, like, is that not no, exciting? Is that not point? Point, 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 point? point? Point, 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 Exalters, there were a couple of bonus episodes. Changeling, I think, I believe there have been more. So, uh, in terms of hours mm -hmm. streamed, I believe we've already exceeded Exaltwitch. I would think so. We started uh, Exaltwitch at two hours as well. So, the first few sessions were only two hours. Only, what? Yep. What? Yep. No fucking yep. way. That's crazy. Yep. We were so young. <laughs> so naive. No fucking <laughs> way. But that were didn't we only last two very hours. long. It was like right. the first two episodes. Then we're like, maybe we'll do two and a half. Okay, we're going to do three. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could blow a didgeridoo. <laughs> I love those. I mean, my understanding for Vuvuzelas is just breathe. <laughs> I have trouble with that. I think that's how the bagpipes work, too, right? You just breathe into them, I think? The no, screams of the damned fall. Oh, yeah. Just breathe forever, though. <laughs> <laughs> Only Scotland, eh? We love you guys, but come on. But that means that yeah. uh, next week we will Turkish. exceed Exaltwitch. Amazing. In terms of numbered episodes. Which right. means we must meet them in the ring and see who emerges victorious. We're going to have like a fight to the death fight between our to two role-playing games. two games. So Patches would try to keep the distance, but then Val would use her spear-throwing technique. Uh, so, I don't know. Basically, <laughs> can Patches kill Val before Val gets closed? I, uh, once the distance is closed. Right. I uh, got you this nice shirt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so Jork's dead. Uh, <laughs> I know who I would put money on in a fight between Val and Patches. Val? She can fucking heal herself. She's got all the rage in the world. She probably jumped pretty far, too. I know how ride. much experience I've handed out to yes, character. Yes, that's true. <laughs> the answer is, is five? too much. 
Only five dots and one art. Hmm. Hmm. Still cool. I mean, honestly, you just you go back to creation. You're like, oh, the disease is here. Ah, I don't have the antibodies. Oh, that's true, eh? Or vice versa. Except Val would heal it near me and Val you. Exalted don't really yeah. do the disease. Yeah. I like how that's a merit too, hey? In Exalted, you can take the merit where it's like, you don't really suffer from the common cold. And it's like, well, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like two dots too. You're like, Admit, what? there are some days where you wish you took that merit. Yes. Oh, correct. yeah. Yes. You're like, ugh, I learned how to speak French. Or. <laughs> and that's something against oh, yeah. knowing how to speak French. Oh, no. Like, I we, did we buy that. Did you? Yeah, it's on my character. Thanks oh, French. Oh, well, I think we were given those for free. Yeah, we were oh, given maybe. that for free. Yeah, you were no, given we were given one free dot and encouraged to use it on language French, but not forced no, to. No, I said that I would give it to you free unless you chose not to take it. Ah. Shit. Wrong! Yeah. <laughs> did you just fucking John yeah. Cena? I don't know what she did. Passion? She lizarded me. What? Didn't I just go wrong and then I brushed eyelashes out of my face? Oh, we oh. thought you were doing uh, No, I had like a hair in my eyeball. I was Rude. trying to get it out. I know. Rude hair. I know. <laughs> so, you're here. Yeah, it's December. We love being here. I'm pleased that you're here. Happy, Happy to see you again. I mean, right now we're we're rocking. It's it's zero degrees outside. What? Only? Only zero. No, wind chill. Wind chill. Wind chill. Wind chill is minus six. Yeah, Still, that's like way warmer than it's been all weekend. Yeah, it's crazy. True. That makes it 32 degrees Fahrenheit for you folk out there. Makes it sound so much warmer. Yeah. It's got like two digits to it. <laughs> so, many, so many degrees. That's a lot of degrees. Oh, wow. my degrees. And it's like, oh. what, like 328 Kelvin or something arbitrary? Like, not arbitrary, but like large. Sounds good. I mean, we've got 273 snow. plus we've whatever. Had, we've had snow almost through all of November. Yeah, it came early this year. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> what the fuck? Weirdness, what did you roll in on? I'd like to know. Yeah. So many options, magic so I'm going to let you tell us magic before I start Zamboni. I could make pet magic carpets, though. You totally could. With my... Um, Patches can? Yeah. Sophia would like to commission three. Okay, but it's like got a duration one? to one it. One for her and two jealous, for her luggage. Everyone? Yes. Yeah, why are you Where's the jealousy coming from? Uh, well, we're all in the same room. Windrunner. Aragorn's not. I can cast on myself, which is what I used to fly around in Pew Pew uh, Eloise. I can cast on an object. Too. That was super cool. So I can cast on a carpet. It specifically mentions a carpet. Uh, an object such as a rug or a classic car. Harry I don't Potter. have a job where I commute, so <laughs> I would segue. love to snow. Excellent. That ah, makes sense. Excellent. Because <laughs> I can look at it. I would not mm. be required to go out in it. In <laughs> the best way to enjoy snow. Yep. Because I work at a school, I sometimes wake up to a text message that's just like, I want a snow day <laughs> canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, cool. Hey, I feel like I'm 12 again. Yeah. cancels yeah. school? Not like often. for no Oh, they've been well, canceling yes, it all the, sorts of times. Yes, but those are, those are predetermined. Not when the plumbing exploded. Okay, that was that one time. <laughs> Also, I'm sorry. I already apologized. Speaking Stop of plumbing the exploding, for the kids. we have She Who Knows 10,000 <laughs> hey. Things and Entropy's Disciple here present today. Aragorn and the Crosshair both here, right here, right now. Patches Chrysalis setting made me all warm and fuzzy inside. Minus 25 average. Mm. That's true. All three of your Chrysalis sessions are now on the books. Canon. And now we can start asking all the NPCs about their chrysalis sessions. 
Make audio. it up on the fly. Make, Make it, it up, up on the fly. fly. Like I don't John, do the John. rest of the <laughs> fucking game like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's still a, a thing for him to land on just out the window. So here. you want to oh, know about my Christmas? Too far. Oh no. I learned so much that day, but not as much as I thought I would <laughs> about myself. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm 50% through Sophia's Chrysalis. I like the idea that you're like, I'm chrysalizing as somebody else. They're only halfway, though. I haven't seen any of Sophia's, actually. I realized. Ooh. It's been a busy weekend. I'm working my way through Brahms right now, so. We'll get there. You want that toucan? You want peeps? Peeps. Toucan fan? Chrysleris? Chrysleris. My Chrysalis is more like a... Fort Pinto. <laughs> it blows up in your face. <laughs> I like a Nova. It doesn't go. <laughs> Interminably. Indubitably. Nice reference there. But yes, they're on the books, and they were brought to you by you, you which is great. We, it's so wonderful. It's... Oh. Peeps, peeps, peeps. Yeah, I can't wait till the peeps merch starts rolling out. Don't forget, this is incredibly grumpy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the shirt's going to say, like, don't you fucking talk to me. And it's just a toucan. And people are like, what is that? <laughs> it's peeps, obviously. Hashtag no peeps. <laughs> peeps. I don't know. So it's Hashtag little, no peeps given. So it's the peeps like um, marshmallow thing, right? Mm. So it's, yeah. There. Those are delish. <laughs> well, oh. I can ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's by now you should have expected it. It's true. Did you spend your experience? Oh! Oh! <laughs> Yay! It's been four <laughs> months. I'm putting shaving cream razors and a toothbrush in the bathroom. Yay! <laughs> Leave your toothbrush yeah. at. Oh my! That song went. Oh, you get your my. own drawer at 18 months. What? Yeah, your own drawer in the bathroom at 18 months. <laughs> Trees moving that point. in. Huh? Eric must be almost months? there. Aragorn owns the building. Are you kidding? That's true. <laughs> We're here by her grace. <laughs> this is Aragorn's freehold. I'll start. Uh, I was in experience debt two sessions ago and just got out of the hole. So no, I did not spend my experience. I spent it a long time ago and it was awesome. But no, I'm I'm not out of the hole. <laughs> I, I am saving for something. I know exactly what I'm going to spend it on. Yeah. I don't have enough yet. And I need to actually verify whether or not I spent some at the very end of last session because I had none written down. So I'm going to have to re-roll the tape. So no. Okay. <laughs> I did. Yay. I bought a fourth dot of Faye. Nice. <laughs> because I am one. <laughs> <laughs> I am one and I like and, destroying. And you remember them. that you got your two experience for your chrysalis session, right? Yep. All of you? Which I yep. think I I'm pretty sure I wrote it down. Scott? Yeah, Pass yeah. Please. Roll the tape. I'm just having a flashback. 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 <laughs> I must have put it on the sh- sheet. Sheet. That is a three-point flaw you've got there. Sheet. Flashback. Crosshair is like glamping out Sheets the are white. White chocolate isn't really chocolate. Chocolate. Made from a bean. Bean. Like the kind that you would eat alongside your meat pie at a... Sugaring off. Off. The same sort of thing that I... <laughs> 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 he runs. 
<laughs> Word uh, association. The best writing. Perfection. Uh, oh, oh, did they oh. spin? <laughs> I think I think Kate just pulled a Joaquin Phoenix on us. Yes, it's good stuff. the right time to drop by Crosshair. Used to be that you couldn't counterweave cantrips until you had fifth five. I don't even know if counterweaving is still in there. I don't think it is. I certainly did not see it. Yeah. I can weave faster than you. It's the latest anime. It's the loom weaving anime. It'll be called Loom of Fate. Warp, weft, warp, weft. My God, she actually knows. You know, you know the words. Looms are like a thing, like, Kate knows like a lot hundreds of, of years ago. That's awesome. She knows a lot of things, Scott. It's true. Oh, gotta go. Oh, loom of fate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was crosshair. I was like, well, <laughs> that's to be expected, I suppose. <laughs> loom of fate. Hey, what happened last session? We went to the beach. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know that I took notes, folks. I drew pictures. <laughs> That's the entirety of my notes. I took pictures of them last week. So, we all decided <laughs> what we were going to wear and eventually made our way down to the beach. Ooh. There was an umbrella set up. There were many snacks. There was definitely some sofgria. And not too long after we arrived, a woman made her way over towards Brahms. Yeah, I think I think Brahms' day at the beach was uh, pretty good. Um, he spent some time with uh, the Lady Kyoko, quality time. Uh, he also was being hit on <laughs> out of control. Aggressively. Lead. Aggressively, um, thank you. That's, that's an adverb. Unabashedly. <coughs> Unabashedly. Heavily. By uh, Amanda, a young woman. Uh, the aunt of uh, a young girl, a uh, eight, ten-year-old girl, Shelley, who was there, and Brom just wanted to help somebody, uh, and so he did. He brought shells for Shelley, as like a remember this day. It was a good day. I summed up what I did. Patches went for a walk with Kyoko away during all of this going on, and eventually Sandy. back. Um, and uh, help Sophia with some gentlemen that made their way up to her. Troublesome teens, early 20s, runners. University students. College kids, some troublesome college kids uh, who were being very rude, and so Patches went to shoot one of them with a super soaker, and then Sophia uh, increased the damage of that and made it ricochet off of all their junk. Play the game right there. It was. It It really affected. Super <laughs> uh, oh. Patches got their phone. Right the one of their phones texted his mom. Sophia made friends with a chimera, and the chimera mentioned that uh, there was a friend or like another mm-hmm. part of itself living under the water, and they like hadn't met ever, but wanted to. We were able to reunite them. Yeah, yeah well, Brom didn't. No, they weren't. Yeah. Brom was. Buying ice cream yeah. for Amanda. I convinced them that they could meet and that I'd be there to defuse the bombs. They thought maybe they would explode if they met. Um, and, and I think that's what we ended on was mm-hmm. there these two creatures, both named Fan or maybe Nav, uh, meeting and swimming off into the sunset. Aww. Or noonday sun, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Do we have a drink counter? Select it. Or drink rule, I suppose. I mm-hmm. set up. Panda. Oh, oh yeah, you made, you made Ramsey a cry. 
Oh, I totally made Ramsey cry. She asked me some questions, and I did not answer them with love and warmth and niceness. I was rude. I was really mean. Well, I no, I was honest. She's a fox. Like, it made her sad. She's a red panda. No. Always? She's a fox. She's a fox. The red panda. Who's red panda? Is Now I'm confused. Duh? We met them at one of our things. Red panda is your friend. With the... No, she was with Baya. Oh, with Baya. Baya is the red panda. Oh, boy. We were so bad. Ah. I thought Ramsey was a fox, red. but then when you Ramsey said panda, is a fox. I got confused. Oh my god! Ramsey is yeah. a fox. Everything I thought I knew yeah. was a lie. I am wrong. She was <laughs> continually talking about how she looked miserable if she could live because her tail would still shrivel up. But red pandas have tails too. Yeah, but <laughs> they would look cute in the water. They're so Splash cute. around. Okay. Yes, I believe. We have a drink counter that we fail at. If we yeah, apparently it. if we don't trigger this, we are seriously failures. going to do random so. shit today and see what happens. We have a pretty simple bet today, everybody. Um, will Patches have a good day or a bad day? Ooh. So, voting's enabled now. That's bet zero or one. I know what I'm um, betting. And at the end of the session, we'll ask Kate if Patches had a good or a bad day. I mean, let's be honest, I will probably be like, well, it was somewhere in the middle, <laughs> it's, knowing me, but I have to, I will, I will choose one. Yeah. And Ultimately, specifically, it it's whether bad. Kate thinks Patches had a good yes. or a bad day, not if Patches thinks she had a good or a bad day. Meta. So meta. Meta is better. When you are together. Sometimes dead is better. We're looking for its starch. <laughs> Bet it all. Go out to that old barrier. Oh, guys. no, wait. 100 is the limit. Don't <laughs> bet, bet it all. Bet Don't 100. Don't bet it all. Bet 100. Ooh, Trey Dog thinks you're going to have a good day. Oh. You never know. A gunfight might mean it's a good day for yeah. patches. Honestly, crosshair. Depends on how it ends. <laughs> it always depends on how it ends. Wow. You're just a regular poet laureate. I met Canada's Poet Laureate that was the Poet Laureate at the time. Rock on. Yeah. He was really young. Like he was in his mid-twenties. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Where do you go from there? I don't fucking know. When Yen <laughs> Martel was yeah. getting hyped up because of Life of Pi, so much he Yen. stayed at my first girlfriend's house. That's she was fangirling over him and I was... And you were like, uh... I was a little uh, bit... Fangirling insecure. as well? <clears throat> no, I, I didn't like Life of Pi, the book. Well, you're I really not like really really like <laughs> I thought I thought it was an interesting story no, that could no. have been told so, in like 30 pages. Yeah. The thing is, I was sitting on the bus and there were some people talking about it, and I was trying to ignore them, but like I didn't have music with me or anything. And then oh, they were no. talking about the ending, and I was like, oh. Well, I guess that's what happens. Yeah, and I Shit. feel like the interest around it is that. So yeah, eventually maybe I'll read it. But yeah, it's a good day. The day ends with the smell of gunpowder and gun oil and the ice cube gonna start singing today was a good day. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> That's I've always really enjoyed games where you get to build shit. Um, board games like Mousetrap, <sighs> 13 Dead End Drive. Fuck yes, sorry. Uh, games that have fun little contraptions for you to play around in and 
I loved those games so much that they were some of the ones that I would break out, of course, alone, because I didn't have anybody to play with. And I would do that just because I got to play with the stuff. I never owned Mousetrap, but I did know somebody who did. Sometimes I literally went to their house and assembled Mousetrap, even though they didn't want to, because they were playing with my sister instead. So I would still be alone, assembling board games at someone else's house. I'm not bitter about this. But then there are the games where building is part of it. Uh, and not just part of it, but the whole thing. You know, Jenga, you could say, is a building game, but it's really more of an avoid destruction game. But then there's things like Lego. <laughs> Lego or Duplo, if you're younger, need bigger blocks, or you could go straight up to Mega Blocks if you're, like, you know, mm -hmm. cursed. And it's in the act of building, I think, that, that we, we learn a lot as kids. But I always tried to gamify it. And now here we are. We're about to go into the Grand Vesta, a place where invention is the name of the game itself. But it is, in and of itself, part of a game. The meta is getting very deep. Here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And so I'm curious as to how it's going to go for, well, for all three of you, to be honest, as much as this is a journey for Patches. A journey for Patches is detailing how Windows just operates day to day. Took me a while. So your time at the beach is at an end, was there anything else that you needed to accomplish before the following day? Uh, this does not need to be uh, <laughs> role-played out, but uh, Sophia would like to buy a new ball uh, for Fan to bring back to the beach. That's just going to be a little side trip for her. Nuclear devastation rains on the beach. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. It's fair. Anything else for either of you? No. Uh, I guess, like, make sure Zister had a okay day. <coughs> like, he's not dead or run away or some shit. Zister's not dead. He hasn't run away. He spent <coughs> most of the day uh, in his room. You can't say we don't check up on our NPCs, John. Oh, you can. Sometimes you don't. Oh, oh you can. <laughs> you can say that. You know, all fates in a wheelbarrow, like. <laughs> oh, my and God. And they are, like, not forgotten, mostly <laughs> forgotten. Salt. <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that with the response. I am. But I will put some on I the am. rim of my glass for my margarita. Amanda goes home. Well, with, with the kid she's babysitting, right? Her niece. No, the mother was there. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. She was just <laughs> doing so hot. And yet, you know, instead of focusing on Amanda's mother, we were focusing more on Brom's inability to <laughs> turn somebody down. That's much more accurate. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it is... Therefore, <gasps> Monday, Ooh. June 18th, mm -hmm. 
2018. And we're headed right towards the Grand Best Inn. The Grand Best Inn is located in Halifax, and yet at the same time, it very much isn't. Think about how it is when you travel downtown here in Montreal. Downtown is packed. There's plenty of people. And downtown for Montreal is actually quite large, depending on how you decide to define it. But there's just this incredible density. Now, Halifax is not nearly as large a city as Montreal is. But that doesn't make its downtown any less vibrant. It's important, and every single space is taken up. Except for, of course, the Grand Vista. Nobody approaches the Grand Vista. To outside eyes, it is entirely unremarkable. The kind of building that you know just must contain offices, but doesn't have any sort of banner or it doesn't even have a name. So the building just exists and nobody goes inside it. But to you, it's an amalgamation of smokestacks, of nuclear stacks. Oh my God. It's a strange building made of stone and brick and steel and glass and more. Almost as if every 10 years or so, somebody gets it in their head that they want to do something different and they decide to add on to it. There's no gate. There's no guard. There's just a door. A massive door. And the door doesn't have any knocker on it. <laughs> the door has no knocker on it. The door has no handle. The door has no knob. It's just a slab of imposing steel set into the wall. Ramsia has elected not to go. Begging a slight stomach bug, she stays back in her hotel room. But that doesn't mean that you aren't accompanied by <laughs> I was gonna ask. This yeah. is great. Yeah, perfect. It's like, what's it gonna do with <laughs> Perfect. I was gonna say we brought our own knob. Oh no! No! <laughs> Did you botch? You're still muted. Oh. <laughs> what a knob. <laughs> Yay! Glad 
classic Sophia I question. Uh, I don't know, dude likes the pants. Outfit that Taylor made for me. Nice. Ooh, I like that. Well, Patches, sister, what do you anticipate this meeting is about? Simply to meet the um, the Diane, or to understand the inner workings of the Grand Best Inn? Make sure they aren't gonna fuck up again like they did at uh, the Spark. No. Nope. The not Grand Best Inn. The Taranar. Taranar. Thank you. I don't think you understand quite what we're doing here. This is a visit for patches, which means that what we are doing here is a lot different than what you are doing here. No, I understand that, but that I have not been directly invited. In fact, it's my understanding that knockers cannot enter the Grand Best Inn, although perhaps... Non-knockers. Right. Knockers can't enter the Grand Best Inn. Sometimes I wonder whether the rocks on your skin ended up in your I think your everyone brain. maybe got a little bit too much sun yesterday. I certainly got too much sun yesterday, yes. Thank you, Patches. Why am I being so nice? Because <laughs> I want this to go well. Zister, by the way, is dressed in an extremely fancy jumpsuit. Sophia's also wearing a jumpsuit. How jumpsuit twin? How does one fancify a jumpsuit? Like, a, not I don't like. Does he have pinwheels With on it? Like, what sparkles. Do you sparkles. Yeah. Piping. Baller. See, that's cool. Okay, all right, I'm into it. He's. You're not wearing. Piping. He has made an effort to quaff his hair, which basically means now it's mostly sticking straight up. Nice. Yes. And his eyebrows, which normally are just sort of this. Contraption yeah, now them. are still quite long, but at least now mostly flow in one direction. Zane, actually. Even though he's no longer a part of one direction. Nice. Ugh. <laughs> God. Ugh. Well, Sophia's wearing a white jumpsuit with a straw hat. <laughs> Perfect. I suppose we are still technically on vacation. Sophia. Of course. I've got a nice ass outfit, and I can throw an apron on it at the tap of a hip. Anyway. At any rate, sister. What are you wearing, Brom? I, I am Brom. <laughs> I don't think Brom ever wears anything. Like I'll, I'll tell you if he doesn't wear He's jeans wearing his, and his plaid, plaid shirt, trench coat. It's hot. He's wearing a trench coat. It's intense. Oh, I know. You must look so sketchy walking in. <laughs> don't don't look under here. <laughs> Definitely not carrying two swords. <laughs> Listen, I'm not responsible for either you or you or you. Technically, I'm not even responsible for patches, which means that whatever you do is on yourself. So, if you manage to furk up. Not my client to deal. We can manage ourselves. That's I'm excited I'm to be of. here. Are you hoping to meet somebody? There are a lot of creators here. Of course, I wasn't implying that there weren't. I, for one, am interested to know what the inner workings are like, what the knockers of the world are up to. 
There aren't any spectators when it comes to dealing with the Diane. You will not be permitted inside. Now, normally you could have made some sort of pretense as a member of the Red Branch, but it doesn't exist currently. So... I hope to rectify that soon. You and the word wrecked just seems so appropriate. Yes, he does make sure that people get wrecked. Thank you, Patches. So, step one. How do we get in? Present yourself at the door and you announce yourself. At that point, you are allowed in, sometimes with conditions. Speak friend and enter. Sister walks up to the door and just facing it directly says, I'm just a flex. Let me in. And the door doesn't open, but instead you see that there's a very, very, very fine seam and much like a revolving door just turns around, taking the floor upon which the oh. sister is standing with him, kind of like a revolving bookcase and just puts it on the inside. Oh, cool. Now it's just the four of you. I'll step forward. I am Patches. I seek entrance. And now you're standing... I'm looking at, like, any sign of mechanism anywhere. You're standing in the atrium. Uh, the atrium is a entirely glass walls, ceiling. But there's no visible frame. Like, almost like a dome, except it's not. Which means that the glass would either have to be incredibly strong or somehow magically reinforced. As you step forward, you see that there's not a fountain of water, but instead a fountain of molten metal coursing up and down and left and right across many different pipes, the superheated minerals just leaping from one to another, sometimes up, sometimes down, sometimes diagonally. But it's not hot. It doesn't seem to make the room unduly warm, even though that this must be thousands of degrees. There are many doors leading from this place, but every door is set in the glass itself. At the moment, you're just standing there with Mr. Flex. Waiting for... Yeah, I will wait, but I'll take a look at the various doors, see if there's any label. Oh. The ladies first. In fact, I believe that this is the sort of thing that an intrepid adventurer would have to do. You have to make sure that it's safe for the ladies. Of course. I assume that it is, but you're entirely right, Lady Kyoko. I... Yes. Stand back, Lady Sophia. I will make sure it is safe. And I swagger my way up to the door, <laughs> I guess. Okay. You're now standing in front of the steel door. I am Sir Brom Madsden Ap Gwydion. Knight of the Red Branch. 
I seek entrance to this place. You hear that same... And then when the door swings through, you hear a klaxon. And... Son of a bitch. (laughs) Robotic arms. (gasps) Rising up out of nowhere, just holding various different items, immediately just wrap themselves around you for one second and then let go. You realize that you are now wearing the following. First, you have a hard hat, which is placed atop of your head. However, it isn't designed properly to deal with the fact that you have horns. Right. So it's It's kind of like... It's like sitting on them, like rolling around. That's amazing. Second, you have a massive visitor's badge that's been pinned to your shirt, which which reads Brom, and underneath it reads Troll, and underneath it reads... Um, it has a, an image of a an infant child holding a rattle. Wow. Below that, you see that now, <laughs> strapped across your chest from... From shoulder down to hip, you have a big orange safety vest. Finally, down on your feet, you see that your shoes have been encased in some kind of metal, like steel, but it's wrapped around your shoes, and when you lift your feet, you realize that there's some very, very minor magnetic force keeping it so that your feet are on the ground. You can still walk. But you can feel that there's definitely a little bit of attraction between your feet and the ground. This is so embarrassing. But I understand the importance of these rules. Has he arrived in the room with us, or is he elsewhere? I think I'm just shouting You also arms. notice that hanging off the safety harness, or the, the orange vest, there's two, like, mittens. Like, tied yeah, together yeah. with... Oh, my God. I will not put them on. You can put them on your horns. Amazing, <laughs> but I will not be doing that either. <laughs> there you go. Put them so uh, the middle. The last thing that you hear when Brom, when the doors almost close, is you hear the beginning of the klaxon, but then yeah. the door closes and you can't hear it anymore. Oh dear. <laughs> She's not worried at all. <laughs> Do you want me to go next? Sure. Go ahead. Will you be safe out here all by yourself? Yes, I will, Kyoko. You're certain you. that you can take care of yourself? Quite certain. I mean, I know that it's possible for you to take care of someone else, but I've never seen you take care of yourself. Go on. I was just checking. <laughs> I know. After all, I, it appears that I have to keep my eye out for everything around here in Halifax. Except for, <laughs> I'm the Lady Kyoko I visited before. This time there is no klaxon. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, yeah. she is equipped with the helmet and the boots. But she doesn't have the orange safety vest. There's no mittens. Um, she does get a visitor badge. The badge says Kyoko, and underneath it says Puka. And then underneath, um, instead of the infant holding the rattle, it's uh, it's like the equivalent of a, of a girl emoji face. <laughs> and like a soccer ball. Do it. Okay. Hot. Not appropriate. <laughs> Not appropriate, Scott. From I don't know who said that. 
Uh, so I step forward to the door. My name is Lady Sophia Appleum. I arrived here with Patches and Sister Flex. May I come in, please? Oh my god, that's such a disgusting sound. Again, the arms rise up, thunk. The helmet. My hat. Crush your hat. (laughs) My beautiful hat. (laughs) It's it's straight up goes over your hat, so the straw part of it, like, definitely rips, but the brim stays on the underneath. Oh man. Um you do get an orange vest, but somehow it doesn't look so bad. That sort of jumpsuit. Uh, the mittens wow. are still hanging from it. You have a visitor, but yours reads, um, it reads Sophia, she, and then underneath it, it has an image of a, a, a woman's face, but with a big bandage over her mouth. Your feet are also encased in the steel. Oh. Why did I bother picking out shoes? No, I was not. Okay, so. I intended today would have a lot of walking, so I am wearing some flats. Now you're eating steel flats. (laughs) All right. All right. Hmm. This doesn't go well. You have no, like, you got nothing. That's okay. Still exactly the way that you were when you first walked in. You're approached by a. Uh, no, just classification so they know what level of uh, knockerism you're at. Baby. Mm-hmm. You're approached by a pinched-faced uh, knocker. Her hair is uh, put in a bun that looks so tight that if you touched it, it might spring apart at the seams. She's got a clipboard, except that instead of, the, instead of holding a, a clipboard with a piece of paper, it's just like an electronic screen. But it's definitely not a tablet because she can lift the paper and down, and you can see that it's constantly being updated with a list of the different visitors that are here. Your names are already on it. Not your titles, though. Just your names. And the little icon next to it. So, baby with a rattle. Mm. Girl with a soccer ball. Woman with bandage over mouth. I see that you made it. All right. First things first. Thank you so much for coming. My name? Hmm. Because I know that you have to put your pens out for this. Because my name is Britches. And I've been assigned to make sure that if you need anything, we'll get it. Do you want me to take them to the playpen, or will they be investigating on their own? Um. How are you folks feeling? Do you feel like playing? Sounds like a fun place, honestly. I wonder if I would want to go no, to the playpen. No, it's bridges, not bridges. Bridges. Yeah. I'm sorry, could you repeat that again, dear? I mean, the playpen sounds like a lot of fun, folks. Is What's that where you'd like to go? In the playpen. Oh, the playpen is where we send people when it's time for them to 
experience what it's like to be in the Grand Best Inn without actually needing to go anywhere. You're perfectly safe, monitored, and we'll make sure that you get food and uh, I believe nap time is at 2 p.m. I would like to walk around a little bit before then. Tell her. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I do need the answer from you. Oh, I will be traveling on my own. So you're granting them the right to make their own decisions? Yes. Very well. You understand, then, that she is absolved of all of your potential wrongdoings. Of course. You being here means that you will be responsible. Um, if you find that you cannot keep your hands where they're needing to be, you'll find convenient mittens attached to your vests. If you need to be reminded, you can simply place your hands in them, and everything will be fine. Thank you very much, Bridges. Of course. Do you find that people are often putting their hands places where they are not meant to be I can here at the Grand Vest I imagine quite a few people doing that. Look at, you know, I point to like the various metal flowing. As much as we aren't feeling the heat from them, I bet if you stuck your hand in that in wonder and amazement, probably hurt. And that's just the first room we've entered. You don't need to take it so personally, bro. You may believe that what we are trying to do is humiliate you. Nothing is further from the truth. We're simply trying to prevent you from losing your digits due to your own incompetence. Now, you are welcome to travel throughout the Grand Best Inn as long as you understand that while you are here, if any knocker gives you any command, you must obey for your own safety. Do you accept these terms? Yes. For my own safety. Yes. For your own safety. Excellent. Kyoko nods her assent. Uh, she's put her hands in the mittens for, for a moment, and so she literally just has hands like <laughs> in here, and then she just... And I believe that um, I turn to Zister like, just to check in with him for a second before I keep talking, if he doesn't stop me. We have business with the Diane. Yes, your appointment is in 20 minutes. After that, you're free to wander wherever you wish. I've been told that you are to be considered a VIP today here, which means that we're not going to kick you out of any room except for the Grand Best in Diane private chambers. You may also remain here for one night if you so desire. However, you must understand that this is all that we can allocate towards you. Our glamour stores are, of course, in great demand. Absolutely understood. I'm also to understand that you were the former regent of Concordia. Correct. Yes. In which case, I must tell you that most of the knockers here will be very pleased to meet you. This does not, of course, grant you any license to touch any of the inventions without their permission. I only tell you this because the last time that we had one of your illustrious company here, we engaged in a six-month cover-up to explain why she was wearing gloves the entire time her fingers were regenerating. Oh, we are very much aware of this. Thank you. I clocked the fact that she said we. 
But anyway. All right, folks. I'm sure we'll catch up later. I should point out that the doorways here are not designed for troll code. You will be required to crouch down if you wish to enter certain areas. You have been erroneously assigned the wrong hard hat. I will ask you to remain here. I will go and find one for you. Thank you. Are your horns in any way, shape, or form delicate? Or are they made of the same granite composite that seems to make up your skin? Just like take my hat off and go. Please do not remove your hat. You put it back on. I will be right back. And she turns around and just scurries off towards a desk where she rummages and then comes up with a hat which is exactly the same, except that it's got two holes in it. But she <laughs> looks and adjusts where the holes are, okay. stretches them, walks up to you, gingerly takes a stepladder out, plunks it down, walks up, lifts the hat off your head, puts the other one down, and then presses a small button on the side, and you can feel that the hat goes... It locks into place around your horns. Thank you. That's very thoughtful to be mindful of my safety. Do you make sure that all of your hard hats are se- properly secured? They don't want it to be able to wobble around because then it'll just slide off. Stay safe. Very secure. You too, Patches. I must say, Sophia, that your helmet is most fetching. Thank you. Could I have ask the two of you to roll perception etiquette, please? Coming up. Difficulty is six. Two is success. this insightful? Oh. No. Two successes. Yeah. Um, neither of you are being addressed using your titles, and this is seemingly deliberate, mm-hmm. but also not seemingly rude. Yeah, they're not purposely trying to... It's not know, like trying to antagonize you. Being to, like, oh, you're not lady, lady Sophia. Sophia right, no. But like, it's just, <laughs> it seems that in this building, your titles don't mean dick. Nope. So Fair. they're not using them. I think I heard that you were once the regent of, I don't know, Concordia. <laughs> Big <Whatever>. whoop. Whoop-de-doodle-loo. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Should you require anything from me, you can simply press one of the buttons that should be close to every single door. It will provide a direct link towards your assigned overseer. And that's me. I will come running. Bridges overseer. And have a scientastic day. She scurries back to her desk, sits down, and starts making notes on the sheet. Uh, at which point, Brom, your little baby with a rattle, if you look down, has been replaced, and now you have a little boy with a soccer ball. Aww. That's so sweet. Seems I'm moving up in the world. One step at a time. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay safe. You too, Patches. I we better get our shelves down to the Diane. Yep. I understand that <laughs> 20 minutes is a long time, but I don't want no, to be late. No, it's not. Let's go. If you see anything especially cool, remember it. 
Last time I was here, I only managed to get through one twentieth of the entire place. Should have booked a longer stay. I have my own things to develop. He goes off. I will follow him. Leaving the three of you standing in the atrium. <sighs> well, I suppose there are many wondrous things here. Um, I mean, frankly, I'm not sort of a large collective workshop. Uh, I'm not really sure what to make of the grand best in as of yet. How about we discover people's inventions? See what they're working on, what they're passionate about. Mm. You don't yes. seem very interested. I'll go off on my own. We can meet back for lunch or something. Yes, I suppose so. Lady Kyoko, did you, you've been here before. Once. Is there any place you would recommend we check out? The cafeteria. I'm not kidding. I want to see that, but this is my first time in the Grand Best Inn. The last time I was here was eight years ago. I imagine that much has changed since then. Well, I want to look around. Are you joining me, or are you going to the restaurant? No, I will come with you, Lady Sophia. Hmm. Kyoko? I can't resist the restaurant. But at the same time... There are other things that I can't resist. She rolls her shoulders and adjusts the vest over her shirt, which shows um, a, a very, very um, accurate representation of the original Donkey Kong kill screen. Um, I want to put my hands in the mittens. Okay. Because I want to know what they do. They don't do anything. Oh, they're literally they're just, just like literally mittens. Oh, cool. I guess this is where I can put my hands if I don't want to touch oh, anything. Okay, that's adorable. All right, well. And comfy pockets for your hands that keeps you from... They're, you they're do notice that when you, you put your hands in them, like they do seem to have a certain amount of protection built into them. Like they're sort of like of gloves. Oh, nice. Or like oven mitts or whatever. Right. Of gloves. <clears throat> so, lead the way, Lady Sophia. Yeah, like I want to start walking down, I don't know, like if it's... If there are several corridors to choose from, or if there are just a bunch of doors, or how it's laid out, but so there's just doors, and above each door there are symbols, but they're written in a language that you can't decipher. Hmm. Um, I want you to roll me your intelligence, Raymare, at a difficulty of nine, and don't worry about botches on this one. That thing best. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> One success. No successes. No success. Uh, they seem to be some kind of mathematical expression as well as a language. Uh, the knocker is called gematria, but you can't read it. Gematria, as in like geometry, like geo. G e m a t r i a. Okay.
Well, I imagine if we're not allowed in a room, we'll discover that soon enough. Either it will be locked or someone will tell us. I'm going to knock on the door first. The nearest door. Okay. Uh, You knock on the door and you hear from behind it, it's open. Patches. You're taken to um, an elevator. And the elevator, when it closes, hisses with the exact noise that you would have heard on Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, when you're inside, Zister mentions simply, Diane Chambers. Yes. And you feel imperceptibly that it started to move. Asian outfit. I like tap the side and the apron rolls out. Oh, so cool. Sorry. Yeah, and it's like a work work apron, right? Like yep. not like a bacon apron. Make <laughs> <laughs> a bacon apron. Uh, <laughs> Uh, work. Do you have any questions? Can I be straightforward with the Diane, or should I be polite? Nobody, and I mean nobody, hesitates to speak their mind around here. Good. Uh, anything that I should perhaps omit? Not if you don't think so. This is it, Patches. You're here at the best end. I just don't want to fuck you over. And if you did, it's probably because I deserve to be. You getting soft in your old age? No. I've made a lot of different mistakes. And to be honest, there's a lot of... uh, rules that I don't care for. Both inside this building and inside the castle down in New York. I've done what I can. I'm still doing what I can. But because I'm something of a celebrity around here, I get away <laughs> with things. Whether or not that's fair is something that you'll just have to figure out on your own. But Something of a celebrity around here? I didn't see any adoring fans with photos asking for autographs. You never told me you were a celebrity. Who do you think developed the door you just walked in? Was it you? <laughs> I haven't seen any around the spark, so I have no reason to think as much. And that's when the door is open. I'm going to make a show of looking for a signature or anything that would imply that he did it. He made it. Get the fuck out of the elevator. Is it in a color that I've seen him use? He just shoves you. Like, <laughs> hard. Not uh. so hard that like he's sending you sprawling, but he literally is just like, ugh. Uh, and I'm going to, like, perhaps slightly exaggerate the push into a bow after you. <laughs> this was a mistake. 
this was an enormous mistake. Welcome to Changeling the Streaming. This was an enormous mistake. You find yourself standing in a room where there's a long circular, like half circle table at which there are seated nine The Council of Nine. Beware Nine sitting around a table. Beware them. Oh, they'll be... F- oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't your mistake. Sophia, don't go get a fancy shirt. Don't go clothing shopping. It's don't July. Do it. It don't... No. There's a gift shop I... In the Grand Best Inn of the Diane, there mm-hmm. are four who are seely, four who are unseely, and one for whom... There is absolutely no declaration of court. Even though the estimate is about two thirds of knockers are on Sealy, this is how it is. This is how it always has been. But court doesn't seem to matter as much in this building. There's an even spread across the uh, spectrum of. All of them with swirls on their faces, the peering eyes. And one of them is Fuse, who you may remember. Fuse Terwilliger. I remember Fuse, sorry. Fuse is sitting just to the left of the center, which puts him in the Sealy camp. He stands up. Okay, everybody, this is going to be pretty simple. We fucked up. She fixed it. What do you need from us? A game plan on how to actually make steps forward as much as I helped halt um, the initial disaster, um, I think there are reparations to be made. I think that that move that was made has completely destabilized any trust that there may be for anyone, any of our kind. I think it's undercut us, and I think it can do serious damage to us moving forward with this new queendom. I think that, um, we're probably going to have to put in extra effort and probably some begging and groveling and bullshit like that to make sure that, uh, you know, we aren't excluded. That's not my realm of expertise. We've already considered what you said. You're right. We don't like it, but it has to be done. Like I said, we How did it out. happen? That's the big question. How did something that big happen that they claimed that they were representatives of the Grand Best Inns, that so many of them were there, that it got out of your hands? We believe that it was meddling from King Melge. How do you prevent it in the future? 
Other than Melge being dead. <gasps> we don't know. The reality of it is that we could just become extremely xenophobic. Make sure that no one who isn't a knocker is allowed on these premises. But Melge could affect a knocker and a knocker can come in. We're going to need to be vigilant. We've already started development on something that we believe may be able to give us at least advance warning of Sovereign, if not the ability to stop it. That's pretty cool. We also have decided that we're going to stop requiring an outsider to have a knocker advocate before addressing the council. Progressive. If Fala had been listened to earlier, we might have been able to prevent this. As it stands, we didn't. It's on us. That's what I want. That's what I'm here. I mean, you ask what I want. I want this to be made better, improved upon, learned from. Because... If we're going to keep having a place like this, if we're going to be able to keep on creating, we need to not be under suspicion. Something else. At its core, we are not the ruling body of knockers. We're basically a patent office. And if not on that, paper. a think tank, a research and development Mm-hmm. But we don't actually have any power over knockers, just over their ability to sell and collect profits from their inventions. Do you seek to change that? We seek to reestablish it. The idea that somebody from the Diane could go to Terranar and begin speaking on behalf of all knockers is frankly ludicrous. Good. We don't speak on behalf of knockers, we speak on behalf of their work. There's a difference. There is. Six of the Diane in this room are new. Ha! We're not making this fact known publicly. Of the four who obviously have been deposed, we had another two who decided that we needed to simply sweep this under the rug and continue. That won't happen. That already didn't happen because we had, under no uncertain terms, threats placed upon us by one Zister Flex. And oh. <laughs> two of the two of the other Diane just look at him and there's this undercurrent of like Threats. Sorry. We don't mean to do anything for you other than to do You're free to use this building however you wish for the remainder of your stay. You can either stay here and help us, or you can trust that we are going to work on it and that we will give you updates. Or you can walk out of this building knowing that you said your piece. It's up to you. You didn't inherit this problem just because you happened to fix it. Thank you for acknowledging that. I am tied up in it. We did manage to bring the trouble to the spark. 
we are involved, whether we like it or not. One of the Dion on the unseely side pipes up for a second. I am... Um, I just wanted to make sure that something is clear. You are the steward of the spark. That is your official title. Yes. That is an important title for you to maintain. You have to understand that the spark is one of our most advanced workshops, even though it hasn't been in production in some time. We're understanding that we are still uh, ramping it back up once the unpleasantness surrounding Zister Flex's situation is resolved. And Zister just... Takes, looks up once and just. Which means that, obviously, I do want to impress upon you the idea that you're already important. So, are you saying that you have plans for what's going to go on in the spark? You're going to turn us into a factory? No. What I'm saying is that the spark's already very important. Exactly. And that if you're already the steward there... Yes. You can't simply abandon that without, of course, a replacement being arranged. I'm sorry. Why is there any thought that I would abandon the spark? <sighs> Fuse size. I'm sorry. The honorable Diane across from <laughs> me is worried that you're making a play for his seat. Diane's? Sisters? Yours? His. And he points at the knocker who was just talking to you. I have no freaking interest in be being part of a council. The governing council. You asked me what I thought. You asked me what I wanted to be done. I told you. Two I'm of the Diane visibly relax. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Whoop. I have gotten caught up in politics because politics have gotten themselves caught up in the spark. As steward of the spark, I am making sure that our shit doesn't get fucked with as much as I can. We did have one laurel we wished to bestow upon you. <gasps> it's not a requirement and you may refuse. We're looking to build a new wing. This wing we're going to use as an outreach wing, specifically designed so that we have a place to accommodate guests. And we want you to design it. <gasps> or at least we want to give you the first opportunity to design it. You'll be paid both in our own way but also this would be considered your occupation we have ways of making sure that others in the mortal realm will be aware that this is your architecture even if they can't visit it you will be paid a salary commensurate with your experience as an architect and you will be a part of this freehold as long as it stands and somebody doesn't accidentally duke it out of the atmosphere because they poured the wrong thing into a beaker. That's only happened twice. As it is an outreach wing for non-knockers, 
do I have permission to bring in non-knockers to work on it? Yes. Was However, hmm? you must make sure that if you're going to bring any enchanted mortals, that they have to be vetted by us. That's fair. I don't see a need for that yet, but I have yet to put pencil to paper. You accept. What's the catch? The catch is that everybody's here is kind of scared of you. <laughs> the fuck did I do? You helped keep the monarchy intact. Which means that everybody here assumes that if you decided to go to Queen Laurel about anything, she'd probably listen to you. So you want me to be your friend? So that if you have things you need of her? No. You're already our friend. You've rescued us. There's no one sitting on this council that isn't at least accepting of the fact that there's a monarch on the high throne. Melge wanted to destroy the system. I spit on his grave, and one of the Jesus. one of the sealy knockers stands up. She's got this huge matronly like gown on, but the gown is completely skin tight. It gives the impression of like a of a of a very grand floral dress, but like it looks like it was put on by latex. Mm -hmm. She stands up. And she hawks this massive loogie and just lets it fly oh my over the table. God. It lands in a gob <laughs> on the ground. God, not, helpful. Not in front of you. No, but... Helpful. Now, as I was saying, <laughs> Melge wanted to tear down the system and had no plan but chaos and trying to work in a shop that is completely disorganized with people running around is not terribly useful. This is why you've put safety vests on my friends, so that they don't put their hands where they don't belong. That is what Melch was trying to create. Do it, so if, you know, society decided to change and do something different, great. But just fucking cutting the head off with nothing to replace it? Not my jam. So yeah, new monarch. think we can do business. So the catch, basically, is that anybody here may be a little wary of you at first. That's the catch. We can't fix your perception of being a queen's girl. You've also dragged Sophia in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Which means that inevitably there's going to be something chewing through the floors in about 30 minutes. Have you not noticed people dropping things when she walks by? Uh, yeah, maybe put a building-wide alert to not work with Thermite for the day. I mean, I could put a bag over her head, but I'm not sure that that would really fix anything. It wouldn't stop people from knowing what... Yeah. No. All right, I'll go... She gets one other thing. <gasps> Turn the floor over to sister. She gets a thank you from every one of you. A genuine one. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel like you can give her a genuine thank you, you can go ferk yourself and then give her a thank you. And her friends get one too. <gasps> I would not have gotten into the building without them. I would not have gotten through any of it without them. We are a motley, and they were instrumental in everything that happened. We're going to vote on that resolution. You don't have to take away their baby mittens, though. They may need them. Oh, we're not taking away their baby mittens. (laughs) They're there for a reason. I'd rather not have them decapitated by the end of the day. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the chamber momentarily while we make this vote. Make my way back at... Make my way out. Sister follows and closes the door. I'm going to have to make the first step in naming my wing that no one says chamber, because... Private chambers. Oh, just hearing my last name every five minutes is going to get weird. Mortal names, you know. It's your parents' fault. It's like several dozens of generations back whenever they chose a fucking name. You alright? I'm trying to figure out what the catch is and what the trap is. Oh, can do it. So actually, did you make the elevator door? Not the elevator door, the front door. Oh. See, that I can believe. I thought you might. (laughs) The door opens up again. No, that didn't take long. Towards the end of the day, an end of business will officially recognize you, Rom, and Sophia here. Is that acceptable? It is. Very well. Then that's what we're going to do. In the meantime, enjoy. It's your first time here. It'll probably blow your fucking mind. I would love for uh, any specifications, limitations um, that will be for the wing, where the door will be for access, uh, size, etc. Anything that you have already drawn up. That's going to be Fuse who will deal with that with you. He'll be visiting you in the Spark next time that you're there, and he'll be going over the plans. Excellent. And then you see that... Actually, no. I would like you to roll in perception. There we go. It's like, are you about to tell me I noticed something about someone's behavior? He's oh. kind of cute, and he's perception. checking you out. <laughs> I mean, that's by botch. A classic. Uh, no successes. Okay. He's kind of cute, checking you out. Okay. Uh. Problem, Sophia. Mm. Yeah. I'm like right behind Sophia. I'm not, not like bumblingly close. I'm just putting that up. <laughs> bumblingly <laughs> close. Whoa, she's dumb. Okay. 
So when you open the door, on the inside, you notice that you are in a very, very small area. Uh, maybe about the size of this room. It's encased on all sides by a transparent material. You can tell this because you are, in fact, right smack dab in the middle of a massive aquarium. <gasps> Surrounding you in this aquarium aren't animals, but tiny robotic fish that are just swimming around everywhere. Um, robotic salmon, robotic haddock, Robotic octopuses, robotic squid, robotic shark, even a robotic whale. Um, it's fucking cool. Clearly, this isn't supposed to be like an ecosystem because they're all just sort of like avoiding each other and not actively trying to eat each other. But standing on the inside, you see that there's a knocker who is pouring over... Uh, a computer, and you see that there's like six screens, and all have lines of code, and the lines of code are like scrolling by, like you see huh. on television screens. Sure. Um, she's as she's looking through this, her her white hair is um, snagged up in two pigtails high up on her head, um, and as she's looking back and forth, they bounce. And when they bounce, you can hear a tiny little jingle, as they've been wrapped in a small little chain with bells along them so that they ring a little bit as she looks back and forth between the two. Um, when she turns around, you can see that she's wearing, um, unlike a lot of knockers who do wear things like jumpsuits and the like, uh, she is wearing an actual wetsuit. Although it seems dry at the moment. Um, she's also pretty attractive. Um, what appearance? Yeah, how attractive. Yeah, I, I mentioned this because I knew that this would be something you asked. Uh, her appearance is four. Yes. Which is, I believe, the highest you've seen on a knocker. No. Huh. Kate's like, not if I have anything to say, man. Uh, so buy, buy, this, uh, buy this shit I'm up. Going into XP debt. <laughs> oh my god. Patches, you've you really changed. want it. <laughs> <gasps> Cybernetic enhancement. <laughs> this is wonderful. Just the guns. Come in, close the door. <gasps> Everyone get in. I close Braum outside. Oh. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, oh. you, yep. inside, the ceilings are tall enough that you can stand up straight, but it's like you've got this much room right. above the top of your helmet. And how, how far zone? up does the aquarium stretch? Like, is it by your By your estimate, about 30 meters. That's Which also perfect. means that the amount of pressure that's being put on this particular section must be enormous. Right. There's an airlock, by the way, but it's only accessible by crawling into a tube that's down to the right. This is quite beautiful. Did you build all this? Well, I designed most of it. My name's Lanta. Sophia. And Brom. This is uh, oh, uh, Lady Kyoko. Hi, Kyoko. And then she sort of looks at Brom, and there's this moment of like, and she <laughs> she leans in close, and she just whispers, "I might as well be a man here, not a lady." Force of habit. Except she probably yells it, right? You know? Force of habit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, at, 
get out, Eregren, go. This is where I am planning an excursion towards a particular section of the far dreaming. <gasps> a mining operation that I'm looking for. Except, honestly, I can't get any of the robots to work properly. The, the amount of water pressure is too great. So I've been trying to figure out what I can do with these fuckers right here. Um, I go over to her. Um, I kind of want to like look at where she's looking. She's just looking at the screen. It makes no sense to me, probably. So as, as you look closer at the screen, do you have any computers? Oh, no. Certainly not. That's fine. Do I do. Okay, you can roll. Check the roll. Show me Wits computers at a difficulty of eight. All right. I'll I'm not it. trying to understand it myself, but I am trying to be close enough to inspire with my soul of the muse merit. Make it a little easier for her to figure uh, out. Five of the screens are running a screensaver. And wow. There's absolutely no reason for code to be running by on the screen like that. Amazing. That's very funny. Well, it looks very impressive. Well, it's a start. I've been working at it for four years. Have you tried asking any of them what's wrong? Oh, they're not intelligent. How do you know? Because I didn't design them to be. They might surprise you. They're all controlled with this, and she pats the computer in front of her. Show me. This is really deep blue. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Did Brom actually let out with that? I think I might have, actually. I think. Oof. It means that there's only one person to ask. Right here. And he's being a bit cranky at the moment. And she kicks the tower that's in front of her, and it sort of rocks back. And you, if you look closely, there's dents all along the side <laughs> of the tower case. It's a big tower. Like If you look at mine, it's like twice as big. He's had a rough day. I've had a rough day. He's being a little spoiled brat. <laughs> don't say that kind of clart at me. I don't want to hear it. Okay? Your butt nuggets keep just dragging around here without actually doing anything useful. Might as well boil you down and use it for scrap. Oh, don't do that. You just need to communicate more clearly with each other. It's a computer. It has no choice but to communicate clearly, or not, because I made it that way. Maybe it has a secret that it's hiding from you. What, like it secretly wished that it could ask Tammy out for prom 14 years ago? You never know. Knockers have uh, a relationship with these machines. Exactly. Sophia. And if the relationship is dysfunctional, then you just need to fix it. You have a relationship with machines? And then she sort of leans in a little bit more towards you. What kind of a relationship do you have with machines? I'm talking about your relationship with the machines. Yeah, sure? sorry. Okay. Would you... Yeah, sorry. I was, I was referring to... You said knockers head. have a very yes, specific relationship. Yes. Okay, cool. She turns around and she clicks a button and all the screensavers click off and you can see now it's just lines of code but now it's just actual like mm -hmm. you know, object oriented 
Yes, I definitely know what that is. <laughs> Brom's like, hmm, that's mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I botch. <laughs> I'm not sure if I quite understand. What would these sea creature mechanisms be able to do in order to reach the far dreaming? It's not that they can't reach the far dreaming. It's what they can do when they're inside it. Different elements of the far dreaming are multivaried, as I'm sure that you can understand. Yes. And no one's been able to mine this particular section because it's completely underwater. Mine it for what? Good question. Oh, is it a secret? We don't know. You won't know until you've mined it, Brom. We do know that there are ore. <laughs> works. We do know that there are ore deposits down there, but we haven't been able to dig any of them up mm. because everything we've written in there is just completely crushed. Right. The pressure. Hmm. I don't know much about the ocean, water pressure, mechanical sea creatures, as beautiful as they are. That's not true, bro. You know everything about pressure. What? Well, as I understand it, you eat pressure for breakfast? Yes. I have been known to. It's the case, certainly. Perhaps you should simply jettison them out into there. Well, I can't do that, not at this depth. He would... I can't imagine that you would have a very easy time breathing. We could try. My oxygen generator is on the fritz. So at the moment, we have to rely on actual deep sea tubes, which means that you won't have a chance to get acclimatized. I wouldn't go in there. Nope. Why I haven't gone in today. Hey, are you with, um. You with Flex? Yes, we are. He designed this that we're in. Is there anything here Sister Flex did not design? Well, yes, what land yeah, he designed. Yeah, like every other thing. I mean, he's cool, but the rest of us actually do stuff. I wasn't implying that you didn't. It's just it seems a bit of a coincidence. Uh, that's all. He's very accomplished, Sister Flex. I was just surprised. He was... What does that mean? I don't mean to be rude, but he hasn't really accomplished much in the past couple of years. I think you might be surprised. His mind's been on other things. Yeah, I I guess. The ideas are percolating, though. So I would get a move on with this. Sure. How can we help? I want to see you succeed by the time we leave today. Otherwise, what was the point of our visit? I know you can do it. What? I'm going to ask you to roll charisma leadership at a difficulty of nine. Is this silver-tongued? Yes. Sweet. I'm going to spend a willpower, too. I really want to see these fish make it to the far dreaming. 
really invested in this. I you totally said that before, and I was like, I I didn't clock it right away, and I was like, man, like you're so invested in this one thing happened anyway. Yeah. I understand though. Oh, just wait. This is only the first. Holy shit, Liz! What the fuck? Ah, shit, Liz. That's five successes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Wow. She, her eyes kind of glaze over, and, <laughs> and she turns dumb. and she starts typing at her computer. Talk about yourselves over here. Okay. Blah. Oh, what was your role? Charisma. It was uh, charisma leadership. And so my silver-tongued specialty applied, so I rolled a zero and two nines, and I spent a willpower. It's amazing. It's nuts. I thought, well, we'll talk yeah. after, but I was thinking mental attributes, but no, so. The thing is, so. the first roll was both of you did perception etiquette, and that only added one. And then everything else, including your non-successful and my non-successful, or no, your non-successful perception gray mare has counted. Um. So it's mm. not every single roll. Okay. For some reason, that first roll only counted for one of you. I wonder if that might have been Magic. an error because otherwise, all of the others have been. Yeah, every single other roll has added a drink, success or fail, and everything else was perception, but this wasn't perception. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like how Sophia was basically like, "Wow, you can do it." <laughs> Lance is just like. Holy crap, I can. She's such an asshole. <laughs> oh, God, I love her. It's like, whoa, someone that hot believes in me. God damn. And I love how Sophia's like, this is my first and possibly only time visiting this place. So damn it. Like, I'm going to leave mm -hmm. and five new inventions will have been completed and perfect. <laughs> what a little shit. Was well, that a... Oh, first one should have been two. Look at that. Great. Mm -hmm. Was well, that a merit that you have or is that like a, like a background thing or a... Do you know what I mean? Um, well, is that like something you want, or is it something that you so, have access to? So, in terms of merit, she has Soul of the Muse. So, if Sophia is in the presence of any creator, that yeah. creator reduces the difficulty to create their work by three. Wow. Um, so, that is a merit that I bought. But you have to be performing. She's right? also like really obsessed with finding what is occupying someone and what they're really passionate about mm. and like making it better. Don't see you helping me find a job. You haven't told me that's what you want more than anything in this world. I'll find you something. Ooh, Kung Fu Fenders. This looks great. That's, that was the outfit you described, actually. It was exactly the outfit you described. Also, damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. Okay. Look, John. You still here? <laughs> oh, I, I just thought it was fine. Never mind. Okay. We're good. All right. All right. Uh, <gasps> no. Oh, sorry. There might be an emergency bean duck thing. Oh. We better not leave. Patches. We are dismissed, I guess. They they don't really dismiss you, but then they yeah. just start talking about other things. Mm, yeah, we're we're done. <sighs> All right. No jokes, no sass. I'd love to see some things that you've made. Come on. Let's see if we can find something in the archives. 
Just the archives. Nothing living here. Though if you you lead. You lead. Walks back into the elevator and he says, Archives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> door stops. No, the thing stops and the door is open. Um, steps forward and you're in a uh, you're on a, on a catwalk. The catwalk looks over just like row after row after row after row of old time filing cabinets. But these filing cabinets are huge. We're talking like room-sized for mm. some of them. Some of them are normal, like this mm. big. Some of them are like, you know, eight and a half by 11 like size. Yeah. Some of them are literally the size of a room. And sitting at a desk and turning around, you see a, a young knocker whose eyes widen a little bit. And he just goes, holy shit! Hi. So excited. Oh my. My glory. And he stands up and his hand starts to shake as he extends it towards Sister Flex, who looks at it and just is like, shakes his hand. Shish patch. No way. And I'm guessing your name isn't No Way. No. It's not, and he shakes your hand. What is your name? <coughs> oh, um, it's um, it's Blockhead. Is it actually though? No, it's what everybody calls me. It's not very nice. Blockhead. Suits me just fine. Do you work with blocks? Well, yeah, look down. Fair. I thought I'd show her the archives, but uh, you can. It'll give me a chance to get something from the uh, cafeteria. I'm starting to think that's just drugs. All right. <laughs> Be right back. The, uh, he cafeteria. turns and he goes back into the elevator, and you hear him say, Cafeteria in the doors closed. At least he wasn't lying about that part. So, um, do you want me to refer to you as Blockhead? Well, yeah, it's my name. All right. I would like to see something or several things that Sister has designed. I don't know if you have a categorization system that would make it easier. Oh, of course I got a categorization system. Good. And he punches a couple of buttons on an old school typewriter keys and then rolling up from the inside is a screen that just, it, and it showcases like all different kinds of categorizations. We're talking based on size, based on volume, mass, materials, function, whether it's restricted or not, whether it's ever been released or not, how much profit it's generated. Um, he types a couple of buttons and then this, these cranes come in from out of the sky and lower and grab one of the cases and pushes it so that you can see as it opens 
all the rest of the filing cabinets shift over to make room as when you look down you see a go-kart except that surrounding the go-kart is what looks to be a soda fountain so why this one because I made it cool but I did ask for something that Sister Flex had made I'm showing it to you right now he designed the archives Okay. You were super impressed that it was him that he walked in. I clearly am missing some huge thing. Did he build the whole Rambist in? No. Just the door. The door, the, and archives. the archives. And the cafeteria. Oh my god. <laughs> and well, that's it for this building. Do you want to see some of his inventions? I mean, because the crane systems are all well, his. Tell me, tell me, tell me about your go kart with soda. So kart. Oh, I, I really like cart. driving, but at the same time, I, I really just want to be able to, you know, serve people drinks. So I, I thought that it would be really cool for kids' parties. You know, like you could yeah. drive around and, and they could just yeah. walk up and get a drink, whatever they wanted. <laughs> that works. It didn't sell very. It's too bad. It's probably a bit of a high-end niche market. Needs something a little more uh, lowest common denominator to sell well, I would guess. Or you need to get into the Hemke Schlemmer magazine. Hemmiker Schlemmer? Something like that? I don't fucking know. There, There's a magazine that just has like really weird... Um, I'm sure Google will figure out what the fuck I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. No, I'm, I'm into it. Here. Uh, yep. Hammaker Schlemmer. Thank you. L let me show you. And he types in now instead in, under the inventor, he types his sister Flex. Mm -hmm. And then you see that there's... Actually, I'm going to actually roll. Uh, roll me Wits Crafts. Please. I have a difficulty of seven. At the bottom right of the screen, there's an Easter egg where it normally shows the progress bar. Now, instead, you notice that it shows um, a mechanical hand crawling across the bottom of the screen. And then when it gets to the end, it pulls the screen over, so then it shows the list instead of it just swiping over on its own. Um, he presses another couple of buttons, and the... Uh, the glass filing cabinet that's pulled out gets lifted up and then brought forward to the catwalk itself. And he reaches over and he lifts open a lid and on the inside is a magnificently crafted mechanical arm. Very similar to one that you've seen in the past. Now, I want you to see just how brilliant this Balmako is, okay? Have a look. And he lifts the end and shows you that there are millions of tiny little optical fibers standing out from the base. I've had the fortune to see this one of these in action. 
can feel pain with one of these things. It's highly skilled, it's highly advanced. You can tell that making this meant a lot to him. Yeah, and the weirdest thing is that we've never seen him work on prosthetics before. It's like he has no lead time. He he can research things that others can't, but when he decides that he wants to build something that someone else has already started working on, it's like he learns everything about it in a day. It's crazy. I've never seen a knocker be able to absorb that much information that quickly. Okay, now that starts to sound suspicious. He's got a time turner. Oh, you want to see one of those? Hold on. Yes. <laughs> oh, here comes the time paradox. Can't wait. <laughs> time paradox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> warp, wait, warp, wait, warp, warp, warp. That was it. Uh, I'm sorry, what was it? There's there's a problem that I've been trying to solve for so long. One of the greatest tricks that anyone's ever managed to accomplish is the creation of new life. We see it all the time, right? I mean, that's what sex does, and, and essentially having a, a, a functioning uterus, and, and you create life, right? But you don't actually have that much control over it. You're, you're, you're creating life, but you're not shaping it. The shaping comes after, after the child is born, right? But knockers have done something a little different. We've been able to create artificial life, a golem. I didn't realize that what I was doing was creating one here. And the reason why he's been so cranky is because I haven't let him go. To be his own. He's resisting me as much as he can because ultimately he still has to do what I say. That's why his run times have been so limited. I have to let him go. Is there a danger in this? Thank you. Well, I, I mean, killer course, AI, let's go. Right? Uh, we appreciate power. For all I know, you could give birth to the next despot or or or, 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 or a hardened criminal. We we don't know when someone's born, how they're going to turn out. But maybe it's wrong of me to hold him back. But now that I know what the answer is, I, I can continue researching, I can continue studying, and, and I can bring it up with the Diane, see if maybe I could get a golem license for this. Never would have thought of this. You would have. She's lying. You never would have thought of it. <laughs> Tragically, 
your genius is simply misplaced. You yourself, an artificial intelligence that only believes she's in What's she telling you about? I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, Kyoko exists on a plane very far from ours. Okay. And then I look at Kyoko and I just say, above, above, above ours. If you start seeing that there's a halo hanging from the corner of your four-post bed, we're done. I do not have posts on my bed. The structural reinforcement may be something you should look into. Uh, Brom reddens, if that is possible. They have such a similar way of speaking that it's really... <laughs> I'm like, did Lanta just eh? say that to you? <laughs> Gasp! Dear God! Lanta, please, I'm basically married again. 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 <laughs> Thanks for I, throwing uh, at me again. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm fascinated to hear that these creatures are going to be making their way to the far dreaming. Maybe, if... Yes. Yes, there will. I have to give them a name. Mm-hmm. Do you want to name them? No. He's yours. As much as any child is belonging to their parents. If the parent names the child. The right name will come to you. I hope so. I hope to speak to you again about what they find out there. I'm fascinated by the far dreaming myself. I'll have to let you know. Please do. Here. It's my phone number. Would you like? Do you have pockets in that jumpsuit? Yes. Nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> No hesitation. Absolutely. I cut them in myself. I'm Sophia needs, a, needs her pockets. I think there needs to be like an awareness campaign made about pockets. Mm. Like their not, necessity. Ev- not everyone has them, man. No, I know. It's very sad. It's very I upsetting. I was wearing your dress yesterday that didn't have pockets. Oh. Thank goodness my phone ran out of bar- battery so I didn't need my phone. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I better get back to work. It was lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Lenta. How? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm very curious. How do you? How are these creatures going to be directed to the far dreaming? How will they? Is there such a thing as underwater tr- trods? I, I'm not familiar with how they oh, might get there. Yes. Oh. Several different trods um, exist. Some exist only across sky. Some underwater, some through space or a vacuum. Hmm. And so they have a path to travel. It's just a matter of directing them there. I think I might have to go with them. I'm not sure that I'll be able to communicate with them robotically or remotely. I'm going to have to be there. It sounds like quite the adventure. Isn't that what life's fucking all about? Yes. And Kyoko just murmurs behind you, well, 
Fucking doesn't always have to be an adventure. But it is if you're doing it right. Can I can I reach behind and just like give her props? Is that is that weird? <laughs> do you actually do this as No, Brom? no. It's Brom. But do, he does go huh, 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 like <laughs> squeeze her hand later or something. I don't know. I just about wanted that thing to let you, you said know earlier. that was uh, that was wicked sick. <laughs> I that, saw that's a the great right word, right? Knocker broom closet I just over there. I thought my maybe we could the take ten three sixty Ollie something. <laughs> I totally did a fifty fifty dark side. <laughs> <laughs> so many points. These were Tony. Can I kick flip that into a Nolly <laughs> and then do a reversal up the ramp? I suppose. Uh, Rodney Mullen's my favorite. <laughs> wow. Anything else in the room? To do? No, no. Are we leaving? Just... We booking it? Uh, I think so. Uh, Lanta, maybe um, Odysseus as a name because of the journey. Oh, that's not bad, Brom. What happened to Odysseus's mom? Perhaps we should reconsider the myths. Uh, might, that might work out. I actually don't remember who Odysseus' mom was. This is going to bother me. I mean, I'm just going to go with probably tragedy. nothing good. Tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look it up. His dad threw himself off a cliff or something, no? When he didn't come home? Did somebody just or is that Theseus? I don't think so. Okay. It just sounded like, if that was like like knuckles cracking or whatever, then it sounded incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Thanks, Aragorn. Thank you. Uh, oh? Anticlea. Anticlea. Um, we are against Cleas around here. Mm-hmm. Anticlea. But we're, yeah, we're on our way out, I think. Closing the door very gently behind us. <laughs> Close it really hard, crack all the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <shit>. no! <laughs> Bad. Next door. I just want to say, Lady Sophia. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I, I totally lower my voice on the lady. By the way, uh, I just want to say, Lady Sophia, that that's quite something that you managed to accomplish. Lenta seemed like she was going to be struggling for some time. She was just a little stuck. She needed some perspective. It's very impressive. Thank you. Do you think that we might find our way into the far dreaming underwater as well? I don't think underwater is our path. But our path hasn't been revealed yet. Maybe it has something to do with the tree. We have to go back. Right now! We have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> she got sucker punched by Hoy. Sophia. <laughs> well, initiative, I guess. What's it like? What? I mean, working with him. I mean, I haven't been around every knocker, but he doesn't seem all that different. He's when he shows up here, he kicks everybody out of whatever room that he's working in. Yep. He doesn't sleep days at a time and 
eventually yep. comes out with something. Yep. Then why is he working with you? Um, I showed up. I kept showing up. Eventually, he gave me a little bit of time of day. Then he up and fucked off for a while and left me in charge. So, I think I was convenient at the time. That said, since I proved myself, because I didn't fuck up the spark in his absence, <laughs> and I oh. gained his trust. I don't think you could ever be considered inconvenient. No, I was convenient. You want to see something really cool? <laughs> sure. But you can't tell anybody I showed you, okay? Okay. Oh. Reaches down and he clatters on the keys again, and the the arm gets taken back and gets put away, and then another thing comes up and then puts itself. This box is about maybe the size of the table in front of you, and you see him clattering again, and you can tell that he's deleting his search history as he goes. And he opens the box, and inside inside <laughs> Shivering with <laughs> This is the only other prosthetic I've ever seen him make. And it's a dragon's wing. It's obviously not a very big dragon's wing. But at first glance, it just looks as if somebody lopped one off of a dragon and put it in a box, albeit without the blood and gore. But when you bend closer to it to examine it, you realize that it's made of synthetics, not flesh or skin. And would it be the right size for little one? Or too big? It would have been too big for little one. When was this made? Or about, patented. About two and a half years ago. Hmm. And is it silver? Or gray? Or Yeah. An interesting creation. Here's what I don't understand. Why? I mean, because it's synthetic. Because it's not real. It's not like you can use it as, like, you know... Some wizard needing, like, swing of I have dragon. Knew I think at some point he was researching Chimera, and perhaps he was trying to synthesize a Chimera. Who'd want to help a dragon? Help? What if this was the first part in building one? It seemed kind of weird to start on a wing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be the most difficult part? No, I think that would be the brain. <laughs> I mean, mm. they don't call me blockhead for nothing. <laughs> Peanut gallery, sorry. So you think he was helping a dragon? <laughs> I don't know. A Weird, whole right? wing. 
Maybe he just... But this seems small. Aren't dragons, like, huge? Depends on the dragon, I guess. I don't really know that much about them. To be honest, he patented this and then never released it. Did he release the other arm you, the arm you showed me? Yeah, it, it's really expensive to make, and I think that there's only four existing ones in the world today. Mm. All of them nobles, all of them with way too much money. Just shows that he's not too young, too too old for adventure. He's old as fuck. Sure seems to be. But if you're making dragon wings, I think that uh, speaks to a certain spirit of adventure, don't you? It's just weird, right? You know, like, he spends the first part of his entire career making weapons. And then he spends the second part of his career making seemingly things at random and then he stops the last thing that he was working on a project he never told anybody about we just knew that it was something big and we haven't heard a thing about it not for, not for months not not for like a year he was working on something whether it was what he had filed here or something he hadn't filed yet that turned out not through his own doing, but through outside interference to become dangerous. What was he making? He was trying to create something wonderful. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but come on. What was the old bastard up to? But if he made this two years ago, that doesn't fit into my timeline. Well, does it? Yeah, but come on. He, I mean, he, he must have been working on it while you were while you were around. No, actually, I don't know what he's been working on lately. I only know what he was working on a long time ago. I mean, I've seen... He's let me help him hold tools and solder nothings onto circuitry. He's still making things. Anything else of his you want to look at? What's the first thing he patented? First thing? Yeah, I think I can find that. And the wing gets pulled away. And then uh, what comes up is a box maybe the size of a Coke can. And inside, I want you to roll me your intelligence <laughs> firearms at a difficulty of seven. 
Three. So, as you look inside, you see that it is uh, what appears to be a very, very thin piece of paper. It's rolled around, but upon closer inspection, uh, it's not paper. It's made out of some polymer that you can't quite identify, but it's definitely not as fragile. But it has rifling along it and various holes on either side. It appears to be an interior suppressor for a pistol, which shouldn't work. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> and yet. That's super fucking cool. <laughs> Are there any theories around here as to why he would have stopped working on weaponry? I said, the guy just absorbs information. Maybe at some point he decided that there wasn't any challenge in this anymore. Yeah, that sounds like him. Or maybe it's some, like, stupid thing like, I don't want to be responsible for making, like, instruments of destruction. destruction. Yeah. <laughs> stupid, right? <sighs> wow. I mean, guns are cool. There. You want to see my gun? I get to have one of sister's own design. No way. Never told me I couldn't show anyone. Nice box, right? Which box do you hold? The box oh. that my rifle transforms into. You have the Entropic? I do. And he leans forward and he starts typing furiously at the console. <gasps> me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roll initiative patches. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't want to see his gun. So I was like, fine, look at mine instead. I'll kill you for it. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, door number two. We should explore some more. I agree. Kyoko, you're not too uh, hungry yet, I hope. We will head to the cafeteria at some point. You should probably see the cafeteria as soon as you There seems to be some special significance to this place. Does it serve more than food? It's not about the food. Sophia? I suppose we could keep exploring after lunch. Lead the way, Kyoko. Who knows, she maybe towards patches a, will be there. She heads towards a different door, and as she approaches, you see that some knockers come out in the atrium, and one of them just turns his head and smacks into the other one in the front Clonk. spilling the tray that he is in front of him and one test tube falls over and why and just starts eating away at the floor they said they should put Damn away the thermite and Britches just looks over and looks at Sophia for a second and then just shakes her head
And I'm just picturing like a series of stills of people like trying to clean up the explosion and like things starting to collapse around oh. them. And like, everything. And Sophia's just like la 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 la, floating her way towards the cafeteria, not noticing all the chaos. Drinking her it. tea. <laughs> That's funny. It's probably best that we don't look or touch or feel or exist. Well. We can only help some of those. She opens the door to the cafeteria. The cafeteria. All right, all right. Is not a place designed to serve. There is a very plain-looking pedestal at the end of a room that's approximately 300 meters long. The pedestal has a plate on it. Um, you can see that it's sitting on a slot, so occasionally it's a plate, but sometimes it lowers down and it comes up and it's in its mug. Sometimes that lowers down and it comes up and now it's uh, a serving far end of the room is a rail gun. And the rail gun has six knockers just crawling over it, making slight adjustments here and there. And there's one knocker who's standing close to where you are, on this sort of cordoned off area. And there are a couple of tables here where there's ostensibly places where someone can eat. The snocker is wearing an apron and the apron says nuke the chef. He's got um, very long hair which he has tied up in a braid which he then has wrapped up and around and around and around on his back. Um, his hands are gnarled he has, you know, he looks kind of rugged in a way, like the sort of way that you would imagine like a knocker who spent a lot of time in the Old West mm. and who was sort of like Robert Redford hot. Nice. His appearance is three. Yes. Ah, uh, afternoon. What can I get you? What are the options? Well, I reckon we can get you just about frickin' anything in this room. As long as you don't mind it uh, being prepared under a certain different kind of apparatus. Well, uh, I'm certainly game. Uh. <laughs> Here we cook food using the friction of the air. No. You interested in, uh, Look to me like a sort of gentleman who might appreciate a good uh, T-bone steak. Well, we are near the coast, so I would have said fish, but if you're Surf offering and steak... Surf turf, very well. All right. And he scribbles something in long form on a piece of paper, and he looks up. 
and you hear sound of coils charging up along the length of this railgun you see the lights popping up in sequence over and over again <laughs> you see one knocker just reach just up my and groin. place a raw floppy steak wow and Sorry. a lobster tail on top of this railgun <laughs> and then close the uh, the opening hatch, and then pushes a button. In point zero 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 three seconds, the food launches itself towards the platform, and the plate swings up. It splats on the. And it would normally explode, except that the plate bends and just slows the food down over the course of another fifty meters or so. And then it snaps back and forth until the plate slips back down. And there is a steaming steak and lobster tail. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> this is incredible. The amount of energy that must be released by this is... Or that, that it would take to cook something via friction. It's entirely inefficient, to be honest. The only reason we keep it around is because it inspires all of us. This was Flex's last weapon. This thing is capable of delivering a payload of Cheerios halfway around the world and embedded itself inside someone else's skull. Except for the fact that the Cheerios would disintegrate somewhere over the Atlantic. You say it was his last weapon. He specifically made it so that you can't actually use it anywhere but inside the building. And he made sure that it's pointed directly at the atrium, which means that if anybody wants to use it as a weapon of war, they'd be destroying the Grand Best Inn. It's our self-destruct button. So we figured out another use for it. Now it cooks us our food. You said we, it inspires you? Look, lady, if we put ourselves a depleted... Sophia. Oh, sure. And you are? Woof. Not a lady. Excuse me, I need to sneeze. Bless you, Bart. Oh, come on, come on, sneeze. Don't do that, on, Scott. Sneeze. You're an asshole. I do that every fucking time, too, sorry. Oh, I fucking died. Uh. I've done that literally three times in the last week. I feel really bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> You're so nice. Fuck. In so much of your life, that's where you get your assholishness out. <laughs> it's, it's, not on purpose. it's not on purpose. <laughs> uh, uh, not a lady the knocker. <coughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> My name is Grimmin. Grimmin? G-R-I-N-N. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> he created something to make sure that it could only ever destroy what he actually wants to build. And then he challenged us to find a reason to use it. Because that thing, if it isn't <laughs> fired at least once a day, it'll explode. Oh, it just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? So, we had to 
find a way to self-contain the unit. We have it delivered a payload that we could uh, intercept, slow down so it wouldn't destroy anything. So he forced you to be even more creative than you originally would have been. Except that we decided that if we were going to be spending this energy, we might as well do it with someone uh, more useful. So, uh, for instance, if you've ever wanted to have water pass through about, I don't know, 12 times the speed of sound through coffee beans, it'll give you a very interesting kind of uh, vintage. How about soup? Can it do soup? Well, yeah. It can do just about anything. We've been calibrating this for about ten years now. How about a clam chowder? This is Halifax. I'm reasonably sure that if we couldn't serve clam chowder, it would be declared illegal. I agree. How's the steak, Brom? I, I didn't know. I don't even know if it was delivered to me. Okay, so in all honesty, the steak, it's okay. It's not that good. It was made by friction. It was made by like friction through the air. Yeah. It's it's okay. Like there's better ways to cook a steak. It's edible, which is kind of the interesting part of it. Mm. But like, you're not clearly dead. these this this thing. While it's capable of making food, it's not like it's certainly not better than. Zister left this, uh, like you said, as a, as a challenge to you all. But why he left weaponry behind? He, does amazing. I don't know what you're he did it in such a public way. For some reason, he decided that he no longer wanted to make weapons. Hmm. And felt the need to tell everybody in such a dramatic fashion. He felt the need to display it, but he never explained his decision. That sounds like him true it does so this was a few years ago 10 10 years ago Erwin I will fucking fight you I think everyone in this room will fight you I'm sorry that you have had a poor experience <laughs> no, she says it's good but it's wrong I'm not gonna lie there's something very strange about just putting like raw meat in a ziploc bag and dunking it underwater and just leaving it like when it you is. think about it it's kind of it's bizarre science. I think that's what she's talking about yeah. <laughs> it's good. just like please don't <laughs> kill me Jesus fucking Christ John what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm gonna Sorry. sous vide like Eric something right John now was an early yeah that's true so, uh, I I fucking knockered me up some sous vide. Yeah. It's true. I've heard. Did. I went out and I bought... I bought a a machine designed to uh, keep medical test tubes at a certain temperature. And, like, it had, like, an agitator so that it would keep mixing the test tubes in this immersion bath. Thing weighed about 120 pounds. It was like just this big. It was like massive. I like almost herniated like every vertebrae that I had, getting it down into my parents' basement, and they refused to eat from it because they were like, I, "We don't know what this is." And you bought it from a surplus medical. Like, that, that is a little thing. weird. 
objectively speaking. Oh my god, it was good. <laughs> you know, they have actual things. Yeah, it's true. We really have to stop <laughs> making any kind of statement about anything. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, all right, yes, I will have a clam chowder, please. Clam chowder. Write it down. Oh, Jesus. You see a knocker just be like, all right, and takes like, just just takes like a box and just dumps it in. Ah. Oh, and then. <laughs> My chowder. Hands it to you, it's still steaming. Okay. It's like it's like the clam chowder that you'd get at a restaurant, but not like like a mom and pop seafood restaurant like a red lobster. Alright. Eh. Twill serve. Patches. He's pulling up the schematics of the entropic. Yes. Pulls them up. You see that this is the uh, a weapon that he clearly designed, and that there's five uh, sections for chips to be inserted inside. This is the weird thing. He got this thing patented, but he left out certain parts, left out some of the information. Like the chips? Yeah. <laughs> We don't even know why he designed them to be removable chips. I mean, like, why would you want to break your weapon but still make it somewhat usable? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I think I'm still figuring that out myself. Thing's legendary. That was his personal weapon, the one that he carried himself. I wonder if he really is a time traveler. I mean, because, <laughs> like, that would be possible. Why? What do you mean? I don't know. Building something like this, scattering pieces of it everywhere, leaving without notice, suddenly changing what he's working on and then not working on things. He's one fucked up Kanaker. We all know that. Yeah. And huh. then the door opens up and he walks back out and he goes, oh, fuck, and just slams down so that the plans for the Entropic mm. go away. And instead just shows the the, uh, Search. Yeah. Okay, the suppressor. Yeah. Wasn't the suppressor a secret too? No, it wasn't. It was something else. Coffee? Sure. He hands you coffee. When you taste it, it there's something very strange about it. Like, it's definitely coffee. Yeah. It tastes like coffee, but you've never had coffee like that. It's not clear why. Uh, do I have any sense of it with my eidetic taste? Can I, like try to put my finger on it? That's just it. You can tell that the beans that are being used for this 
they're like standard Folgers, like dark roast okay. coffee. But this doesn't taste like Folgers dark roast coffee. But you know it's Folgers dark roast coffee. All right, sister. What is this? Which coffee delivered to you at 10 mock, anyway? 10 mock? Yes. <laughs> so it's high speed yes. coffee. So, like an espresso with like two X's? Oof. Espresso doesn't have any X in it. Yeah, tell every second fucking coffee shop. I'm telling you. So, very cool archives. I'm very good at making cringe and hinge that put things where they need to be. And weaponry. And then an interesting assortment of things over recent years. Going through my old yearbook. I wanted to see something you had made, and you showed me something you had made, but not quite in the way I thought. I'm gonna be a I'm nothing if not predictable. I beg to differ. What's your favorite place in the Grand Best Inn? My favorite place. It's the Bale Fire Room. I think we can uh Request access if we wouldn't normally. Yeah, but if we're going to do that, let's get your friends together. We'll do. Uh, <laughs> do. Go find one of those <laughs> buttons. Hello. Thanks, Blockhead. <laughs> Anytime. Go I need on any, any a date. I'm by myself a lot. It's, I mean, it's not boring. Um, mind you, it's it's a fascinating in, invention, and just you're just like, it's fine. It's a shame. There's so much to be learned from the past. You can't only be trying to, if you tr only try to start with your own inspiration, you're going to end up wasting time reinventing the wheel before you can make the next best vehicle. He doesn't understand that he has the most important job here. And it sounds like. Others here don't understand it either. Oh, no, they do. It's just that they don't need to be down here 24-7. No. <laughs> this is Bridges. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm trying to meet up with the rest of my friends. If They're in the cafeteria. Excellent. Thank you very much. Shall I direct them to another place? I look at Zester. Bridges... Take him to the Balefire Antechamber. I'll meet them there. You're sure? Oh, yes. I don't chew my cabbage twice. <gasps> I mean, I, I guess. I guess he's not A knocker hurt. enters while you're enjoying your clam chowder, your steak, and lobster tail. And Kyoko's uh, Funyuns. <laughs> they're like hot though, or they like melted? Yeah, kind of. That's like weird. Fresh, super fresh. Classic. 
And as you're as you're sitting there, Riches enters. Uh, Zister has asked if you would go to the bale fire. Something funny. Just walk into the bale fire. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I pictured. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Prom, no. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Sounds reasonable, just, I guess. you know, yet another one of the, like, robot crane hands just goes... <laughs> <laughs> the mittens aren't doing anything. All I right. thought I was invincible. Sorry, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Why is every knocker here? <laughs> Why are they chanting <laughs> on the observation deck? Why is the balefire of an observation deck? <laughs> uh, we require blood sacrifice. Uh, okay. uh, Bridges, where is that? <laughs> oh, I'm going to lead you. There. Oh, good. Is everyone done? Yes, yes. It's just a lobster tail hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> I believe I've literally eaten the fastest funyum. Truly, today I am a god. Indeed. It never cease to surprise me. Us. Us. <laughs> Funyuns. <laughs> what? Exactly. You're going to have to Google that, Kung Fu Fenris. We can't do it justice. Bridges takes you to the Balefire chamber. And this is a room um, that, in an odd twist, is made entirely out of vegetation. You're actually standing in the hollowed-out trunk of a massive tree. Hanging from the roof, vines, animals scurrying around animals. their tiny mammals. And there's even some uh, artificial waterfalls on the inside, creating an, an atmosphere of pure serenity, in a way. Hmm. I would live here if I could. That'll be all, British. Thank you. This is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Can we do this at the Spark? Maybe in the garden. Oh! I find it interesting that the balefire here at the Grand West Inn wouldn't be, I don't know, mechanized somehow, or... It is. Kyoko puts her ear to the side of the tree. Listen. I and you can hear the sound of gears and cogs and the, the functions of inclined planes, pulleys, levers. Hmm. So that means that the whole, none of this is like natural? It's all oh, no, mechanical? It's, it's natural. Okay. This was designed to remind us that there is a machine out there. A machine that we didn't build, that we inherited. 
Do you believe that, Sister Flex? I mean, it's more of an art piece than anything else, this place. It's beautiful. But it's the one place in here that doesn't feel synthetic. And believe me, I like synthetic. But at the same time, we make our choices. And we can get wrapped up in our workshops. So to come here, to come here sometimes it reminds me exactly what we're doing. This is only my second favorite place. It's beyond that door. I'll be waiting here for you. You're not coming. Patches, would you like to not go? Not lead lead the, way. the way I was going mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to not go? Oh, <laughs> uh, Patches, I know this is your first time here. It's been hyped up a lot, so let's let's just love the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this go. should remain close. <laughs> uh, mm. I saw this really cool TED Talk, and uh, oh. mystery boxes are oh. totally thing. JJ. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm following along here. When you get to the Balefire, you see that it is truly massive. The Balefire in the Spark is big. It's big enough that, you know, you can walk around it. It's like a bonfire. This is an inferno. It isn't, however, um, raging out of control. The flames still embody chaos. They flicker and flash in all colors, all spectrums. And sometimes it coils low, sometimes it coils up, sometimes it flares out. But surrounding the Balefire are thousands of molds. The molds move over the balefire as if um, by clockwork. And I'm not talking about, you know, like steampunk, like steam billowing over. Like, we're talking like a magnificent clock or a precision watch moving each mold, knowing exactly when the chaos will occur in any one individual nanosecond so that each mold can have its time to melt metal within, to create the precision parts that every knocker needs, not just here in the Grand Best Inn, but those afar. The molds themselves have addresses. Some of the addresses are simple, like the fifth floor. Some of them are distant but every single one of them gets the exact amount of time it needs in the fire, controlled by just one massive watch. 
on the ground in front of you. The floor uh, contains readouts of every single part that's being moved in, but these readouts aren't digital, they're analog. Written down on a piece of paper that just slides by under glass or the equivalent beneath your feet. It is as if you are standing directly over the pale fire and seeing everything that it's creating all at once. This is a <clears throat> maybe a bit of a silly question, but is there anyone else here? This truly is like operated by sort of clockwork or by mechanics. Well, wow. okay. this is brilliant. It's astounding. Parts required for creations the world over. And each and every one of those get its own taste of magic to take out back into the world. Grand Bestin produces the greatest things, and this is part of it. Hmm. It's not just pride. I didn't think so, but it really makes a difference to see it all. Um, I'm curious to try to like read some of the readouts on on the floor here. You see, there were like kind of records, I guess, of what was being created or shipped. Or um, I'm just out of curiosity. Does it list shipping addresses? Does it list sort of like destinations, or is it just like They're itemized codes. lists? Oh, okay. Uh, on the molds themselves are addresses that you can see, mm. but on the readout that's happening, these are just names and codes. Brom's looking for wife number five. Four. Four. No. Four came and went. Perhaps. That was the lady at the beach. Ah, yes. How could I forget? Perhaps this one will come in a mold. Yeah, exactly. She started it. I can see why this is his favorite place here. I can sit here for hours, but it also wants me, makes me want to go out and create. What do you want to create, Patches? I have a project. <gasps> Mind sharing what it is? I think you might get a little too interested in helping, and I'm not sure I'm ready to share yet. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'll let you in on it when it's ready. <laughs> That's fair, Patches. It's not! I, <laughs> just in the back, like, <laughs> Weeping in a corner. Could... <laughs> could you tell us? Is it something that inspired Grand you here? Bestin has asked me to help them build and design 
A new a new wing. <gasps> One that will welcome outsiders. That's wonderful, Patches. That is an incredible honor. Kyoko approaches you from the side and just very quietly reaches one arm around and just gives you like a Christian side hug. Nice. It's well deserved. They want to keep me on their good side. I don't blame them. I want to keep you on my good side. <laughs> so, I think there will come a time where decor is a factor. But that's many months away. I'll try to be patient. In the meantime, if you I want think any. I maybe input. work for you I as well. For me? <laughs> oh boy, I get too uh, sweet. <laughs> Wait. I hurry, just need a bed that's hard. long enough for me. No, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to use so as a consultant on the day-to-day needs that people just don't <coughs> fucking think about that he had has to deal with as a doorman slash caretaker. Like going pee. So yeah, it's an important so, yeah. consideration. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised how many buildings, restaurants have inadequate washroom <laughs> facilities. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, patches. The crane broke down. <laughs> Oh, okay, one second. Brom. <laughs> we need you inside for a second. You gotta lift something. We call our new plumbing system the Brom. <laughs> okay, catch. Look, I'm helping. Okay. <laughs> when you exit the room, Zister's sitting down on, on a massive mushroom. Oh. Oh, right, okay done a couple of cool things in my life. If you look in there, there's so many knockers. And I'm not even sure what they're building. But it's all there. You know, there were a number of people today who asked if you were building anything these days. And that made me wonder if you are. die, I need to see you. You haven't been working on a thing. You've been working on someone. <laughs> a single tear. Is this insightful or desires? Uh, insightful, yes. But if you botch, he desires you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best pulls. He hides it well, but he's blushing. Oh. After what Patches said, right? Yes. Yeah. That you've been working on some. Juan. Someone. <laughs> he's blushing because he, he caught a sight of that bulge thing. <laughs> Brom's just rocking. <laughs> Brom's still wearing his bathing suit. He never changed yeah. after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shoot. I knew I forgot something this morning. Oh. <laughs> At least the safety vest compliments it. <laughs> Kyoko asked me to leave it on. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a mess. He's such a mess. You make him that way. Okay, yeah, when you're eventually <laughs> yes. taken to the Diane's chambers, 
Hughes again stands up. You would recognize him. He's there. You're wearing visitor badges. Wearing the orange vests that we require. Shoes. Except that it's through your actions that in fact you protected us. Clearly, we do not have to worry about you. You're welcome to remove them if you wish. You're not visitors here any longer. We thank you, all three of you, and those who aided you. It was our darkest hour. Your squire, similarly, will be afforded the same honor. Where is she? She's still recovering. Oh, shit. Is she still dead? No, no, she's... She's still recovering. No, we met her. We okay. met her again. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I understand the series of unfortunate events, but it's... She was doing what she thought best. As were you. I'm glad we can come to an understanding in the future. Now I want another perception. This one is absolutely insightful. I like how you have an insightful like specialty. That's so cool. Right? Like, I don't know. Just like, yeah. I, I have a very specific set of criteria under which I allow insightful. Right, of course. Or successes. Okay. So Fuse is absolutely like down with what's going on. The others are also down with what's going on, but they are like chafing under the decorum. Yeah. <laughs> the groveling almost. Like they're like, yeah, no, this is correct. <sighs> like, it's it's sort of like I know that I should do the laundry and fold my clothes and put them but like I could also just dig them out of the bag every time I needed a shirt. <laughs> but today I will fold my laundry. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, so then I'm gonna just make a point of, of making eye contact with all of them and just giving a little um smile she also pointed that two of them are also like ridiculously attracted to you. Excellent. And the rest of them are like, yep, that's a very beautiful person. Two of them, it's just undisguised, like, oh, dang. <laughs> Especially now, because I've very, like, uh, courteously removed my hat. And, well, I don't have my son hat anymore because it's destroyed uh, <laughs> utterly. So I'm just going to adjust my hair. Yeah, that was my <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, No shit. Zister <laughs> <laughs> owes me a new hat. No, dude. <laughs> he will not be picking it up. You're welcome here. Hopefully, neither party will regret that. Let's move forward and learn from the past. Fucking right. I 
like we should be like cheersing or something. Yeah, it feels like that, eh? Yeah. It would be... six months before the information about Dantaine that Sophia requested arrived. It would be six months before the Grand Best Inn finally managed to figure out the dimensions. (laughs) Both real and imaginary. Shit, yeah. (laughs) That their new wing and it would be six months before someone special returned to Brahms' life. Oh no. Next session will take place in real time. (gasps) Well, it will take place at the present time. Right, right, right. Oh. Role playing in real time is, is a different kind of role playing together. I think we'll end this session here. <laughs> Yay! You return to Montreal. It has been ravaged by vampires or some such. <laughs> Who knows? Sucks to be you. <laughs> Six months go by. You let everything get destroyed. But it's you. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> You'll have a lot to worry oh. about today. What? <laughs> I, you don't oh. deserve it. Yeah, thanks. I deserve to. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> We're so used to being in the past. <laughs> nice, very nice. So yeah, there you go. Grand best in. Yay! Um, you guys have a drink counter to guess. We have to play the game to figure out. Mm. But first and foremost, we have to ask. Did Patches have a good day? She had a great day. Yay! Whoa! That wasn't an option, so everyone loses. Yay! Yay! No, it was the head shake, Kate. I was like, oh no. <laughs> what the happened? eternal optimist, Aragorn. Trey Dog and Lemon Eater benefit from your success. Excellent, excellent. Ba-da-da. So while we're waiting for the play of the game, you guys learn? Uh, oh, uh, I guess. Well, I, I, I'll, I'm just gonna jump in here. Sorry, guys. I didn't know if anyone was gonna talk. Are you actually pretty eager to start? No, I, I learned that Sister Flex. Like, I think we know a lot of events that happened with and to and you know by Sister Flex, but connecting those into a coherent timeline when there's clearly like a large shift that happened in his life is like still a bit of a mystery. Like we were with him for a lot of his recent history, but there's a few kind of big question marks in his past that I think for me were like really underlined today. So I guess I learned that we don't know everything about Zister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz? Uh, ditto what Scott said, but also um, <laughs> I expected that Sophia would be kind of out of place um, and out of her element in the Grand Best Inn, but she actually uh, ended up kind of thriving, and I think she could spend months there just talking to all of the knockers and finding out what they were doing and what they were struggling with. <laughs> she was I'm loving sure you can it. Get this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Kate. Uh, learned a ton about sister. 
big learn was that he has been working on his legacy and um, just uh, Patch's creativity, desire to create has been rekindled. I feel mm -hmm. like lately she's been so caught up in the now and the like accomplishing little tiny tasks that aren't as fulfilling as much as they may be like world saving. Um, <laughs> That I think now, like with this six months, she will have been creating. Uh, so yeah. Well, that leads us right into our play of Ooh. the game. <laughs> Brom is allowed to remove his baby badge <laughs> and manages not to flirt with anyone inappropriate. Patches, who might have been a Diane if she wanted it, receives a grand best in commission. Or Sophia's silver tongue is the rule of tech support number three. <laughs> Once someone else says that it should work. It does. <laughs> you can vote with working. zero, one, Wait, or two now. now. Yeah. Uh, so there's a drink counter. Yeah. Every time we made a roll. Yeah, yep. it really seemed, or every time we succeeded at a roll. No, there was a roll that a you fail? didn't succeed at that we still got a drink for. Yeah. All right, Lord. guess we're going for it. Uh, there were ten drinks. Yeah, we made ten rolls. They were rolls that involved an attribute and ability. We didn't cast any cantrips. It's to my true. Knowledge. No cantrips it's were cast. So, so we're going to say roll because we had nothing else to go yeah. by. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, guys, vote zero, one, or two, not three. Just yeah. a quick PS. There is no vote three. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I knew that it was going to be a trigger that would be easily done. Right, but right. But like, I didn't realize it was going to be like every roll. Roll the dice, yeah. So was it every roll or was it attribute ability? It was probably every roll. It was every roll. Probably. So yeah, uh, if you misvoted by one because of uh, zero, one, two, uh, you can revote, uh, and the last thing you vote should be what it counts. Yeah. Unless you're Eric Wynn, in which case they all count double. I'm kidding. Mm. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm There's sorry. a way to stack it that way, but no. I wish that it, w it didn't default to zero, yeah, one, two. Yeah, that's weird, eh? But I know what I can default to today, <gasps> and that's congratulating. Dead. Because it turns out that it's Patches Ooh. who won today's play of the game. Um. Good. Ergwin will be happy next session. Because now you'll have the XP to spend. Yeah. I mean, that's drink. Hey. That's drink trigger and mm -hmm. so that's five XP for you. for you, yo. Yeah. Though Ooh, now awesome. I'm wondering if I should buy something more related to today's session, so we don't leave the XP down there. But yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Things she creates and scopes are her guns. You yes, know, <laughs> you know the crosshair. It's it's funny. So good. There are times where I've run it's sessions awesome where there's no the rolling, and the players are like, "That's so Ooh. cool. We didn't even roll any dice." And like, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, you have character sheets for a reason. It's to roll. It's to inject a little bit of randomness. And uh, sometimes, if there's a, if there's a session with no rolling, it's that there's no random. Mm -hmm. I don't know, John. I feel like I feel like we've always kind of. In our games, ever since, ever since day one of Exalt Twitch, back in the okay, you know, we, we've always like, like you said, we've kind of used dice rolling as a sense of, yeah, to inject some randomness, but also to sort of try to, I think, reward actions based on strengths and like make riskier actions, but like you can still succeed at things you're bad at. You just have to get lucky, right? Like. I think that's a really 
cool part of this system. Well, any of these systems. It's important. Like I like I don't think you encourage min-maxing necessarily in our in our you know characters so that we're just more human. Um, I will point out that. Uh, I will point out that uh, Gooch. Yeah, uh, sorry. Oh boy, it's, it's there. <laughs> yes. Um, I will um, point out that it's not Yule not yet. No. Right. Um, Good, we the next game will be taking place December sixteenth. Good. So not Yule. They'll have the time to catch up. I guarantee you that I'm not going to destroy anything in the meantime. But you want to give a chance to figure out what you guys have been doing up until that point. Mm. Ah. That's, yeah, that's actually Hello, a really good question. If if actress. Ooh. Thank you for the follow. Actress, maybe? Oh, no. Is that? V. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recognize the symbol. Crystallize is a knocker. Oh! I should recognize that. I really don't recognize it's right like, underneath any my of them. name. Right there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Yay! Eva, voice actress. Ah. Well. Or Ava. Eva. Two voice actors. Hello. It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it's been a slice, man. Like that was pretty sweet today. Yeah. I thought I thought the Grand Vistin was really awesome. Well, kind of has to be, right? Yeah, it's a good point. But good I did point. change a lot. I mean, there is an official description of the Grand Vistin somewhere, I think, but. It doesn't have half of Zister's creations in it. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, what I will say, though, folks, is that we do have some streams coming up. Mm-hmm. So, Monday. If you guys, if you like Changeling the Streaming, you'll hate Method Mondays, because that's just totally, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Come on down Mondays uh, with me and others. Other special guests on my channel, Biff the Boss. We're playing Red Dead Redemption 2 in character. Riding off into the sunset, maybe blowing up some hog shit again. You never oh know. God. It happened. And what time? 5.30 Eastern. So Wednesday, for the past three weeks, I've been doing chrysalises. What are you going to do, man? I'm done with chrysalises. Wow. Which means that I'll probably be playing a game. Maybe just like a simple talking about RPGs while playing something. Let's see what we've got going on around here. Maybe we can figure something out that'll be pretty cool. At least I'm hoping so. Um, Thursday, I hope to stream something. Details upcoming because now I am should be settled back at my computer and figuring out a new game to play. So Yay! details on the Twitter. So you finished God of War. Finished the main quest of God of War. Game of the Year winner, God of War. That's and Kratos' boy. best daddy. Ears. Um, and are now, uh, because it's going to be the last stream before I miss at least one, but probably two weeks of Punchy. Um, yeah, it's going to be two weeks of Punchy. I'm just in denial. We're going to be hunting Valkyries. Yeah. Yes, we got one already. Hopping so you'll still be playing over God the of map. Yes. yes. Trying to destroy the Valkyries. Crosshair. Zaddy Simulator. Roll assistance to play Smash on Wednesday. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but Yay. maybe not. We'll see. Uh, yeah. If you guys were not there, if you guys missed it, on Friday, we did some fundraising. We have to thank oh. you again. We raised $710 for Children's Hospitals Freaking by playing incredible. Smash Brothers. Thank you. Like, you guys are the best. Yeah. yeah. The best. Yeah. The best in? 
Oh. Grand best in? You guys are fab. Thank you so much. It was awesome. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. The game is pretty good, too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> game's good. Game's yeah. good. Yeah. Good, good folks. Good games. This is what uh, Aragorn just sent to Oh, I know. What? She sent it to me, boy, and I love boy. it. So, oh, wait. You got to uh, uh, take the cursor off it. No, bring it back. Take the cursor off. Like a? Because it's a gift. Oh, right? I wanted no, it to start. It is, it's supposed to be a gift. It's supposed to be a gift, it's but it's, not, you after. it's yeah. not working. That's fine. Boy. Like Bolin. Boy. Uh, Eva, if you enjoy uh, LARPs. <laughs> nope. LARPing, I highly recommend the LARPs web series. Yes, yeah. we are biased because we were involved, but uh, I think it's pretty good. I was not involved <laughs> in the creation of the first season. It was super fab, and I was very thrilled that I was skilled enough to be included on the second season. So if somebody yeah. could throw the link up in the chat, that would be swell. But I yes. do improv. But I do improv. Don't we all? In this context, I mean. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Luma. Babe. Oh, Kodrick, I think sprawl. I think we su- yeah I think we settled on sprawl or of course tarps. Tarps, the series is my it's personal favorite. Series about tarps. Anyway, <laughs> actually, we have to <laughs> update that link now. Although I think it redirects, so we're okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the gif. Mm-hmm. Oh. There you go. So good. It's that one. It's so good. Um, so, <laughs> folks. So good. Not only are, am I super proud of everything that you know, like you guys helped to, to mm-hmm. fundraise for that. It's great. Um, we still got some stuff to to pass on to you. We'll have news of that next Sunday because on Sunday there will be, of course, <gasps> right here. So fifty. Oh, and Saturday there might be a story. Saturday maybe. Uh, no, because Saturday we are busy all day. As of 2 p.m.? So there will not be a story Saturday, unfortunately. <laughs> Just checking in. <laughs> Maybe there will. Oh, fuck! <laughs> for the story! <laughs> oh, Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks again to She Who Knows 10,000 Things and Entropy's Disciple. It's good to see you. <laughs> Captain Daff, if you're out there, Up and to the right, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.